Guys, uh, Counter-Strike 2 is coming out soon, and because of that, the market... Do you, do you guys know about the gun skins in Counter-Strike? Also known as money laundering. Yeah, money laundering. <laughs> it's basically, you can unlock cases and you get gun skins, and you can sell them on a marketplace, and the value of them is entirely like market-driven. So like other games, the skins are just like, here's 30 bucks for a set of skins. But these, there's a skin now that's selling for like $700,000, which is stupid. But all the skins are greatly inflated right now. So I decided to sell some skins, and I'm already up to about $100 in my Steam account. And I'm holding off on some of the more higher value skins that I have. And I'm like, you know, I could probably get a Steam Deck by selling my Counter-Strike skins. I was joking with Aaron that he's experiencing the NFT play-to-earn experience right now well yeah i'm not playing to earn but like it, it is know, like but like yeah. a gun skin is like an nft that has value because it's it's within a syst- a closed system right and it's not wrapped in web 3 so it's extra valuable oh yeah well it's not it's not taking up uh computational power to generate yeah. them so it's about as uh crazy as the steam trading cards which i don't know if you guys have ever sold yours I oh, I should in. sell some. I have my so many. Oh my page gosh! Page loads very slowly when I open yeah. my Steam page, and it's just I don't. It's like oh. I should see what I have in TF2 also. But like, I, pro tip: anybody who has Counter Strike skins and doesn't play Counter Strike now is not a bad time to sell. They may become more valuable as the actual Counter Strike Two comes out. But like, even now, like a gun skin that I bought for like five bucks sold for thirty bucks recently. So <laughs> that's where we're at. Not bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's so everybody doing? Up. It's so it's, made up. It made up? No, it's not made up, though. It feels made up, though. It's just people selling just digital assets, but sorry. I don't know. It's mm. stupid. No, it's it's definitely <laughs> stupid. Uh, Mike, how you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, thanks for joining us. Yeah. I uh, I beat Resident Evil 4 last night. What? Oh, what? I thought you were going to do that. Nice I, I was I was tracking, I was stalking was... your achievements, I'm going to say, for just a second. And I was okay, like, good. He, did he beat it? Because I noticed you were playing it, and then like, I beat Krauser. I think he's on the edge. It, it was it was fantastic. Um, I didn't love every boss battle, but I no. immediately went into New Game, and like that first opening village part, I just mm. decimated them. It was, mm-hmm. it, it was, it was revenge. <laughs> it was so fun. But I had a, I had a really good time with the game. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's yeah. definitely made lists for me. Oh no, lists. Mm. Yeah, no. interesting. Mm. It's it's made multiple lists. <laughs> multiple lists. Oh shit. There's a uh, could be some lists coming up later on in the show. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it'll make more lists as we move further into this year. Uh, I, I have also been replaying that game on Professional New Game Plus, which is, I think Warren said, is kind of like a cakewalk because you're so overpowered at that point. Um, and I'm about halfway through the game. I'm deep in the castle. But uh, I, I think I like it more, oddly, on the second playthrough than I did on the first. I'm appreciating it more because my skill level is so much higher, so it's like it feels really skillful in a good way. Yeah, I like, uh, you know what, believe it or not, the first time I played that game, I didn't parry that much. Like, mm. I parried, but it wasn't, like, a big part of how I played the game. And now it's, like, an essential part of how I play the game. Like, every time a guy throws an axe at me, I, I'm, like, 80% of the time I successfully parry it. Hmm. And it feels really good, like, on some subsequent playthroughs to do that. That's that's good. I actually still don't parry that often. I do really? parry a bit, 
but like I mostly just like Surprise. just headshot the shit out of everybody. It's just yeah. all about like popping heads. So I can't parry on mouse and keyboard because my memory <coughs> isn't there. But man, with the mm. controller, I am wolf. So I can see yeah. his arms are just falling <laughs> off. It's like yeah. parry every single thing about every enemy does constantly, except <laughs> for the Giante, who you cannot parry all the time. You parry him I, sometimes. I, didn't I only once. played it with mouse and keyboard, so yeah. I feel like I feel like I've got that down. I actually it just, discovered something. It just feels uh, too good. Feels too good. Yeah, it I, I just mouse keyboard. It, it's so funny. I did you guys know that you can parry attacks by just slashing? I always press to the like the block button, but I did a parry last night to a Garador. And I just like swiped my knife and I completely parried him and I did not know you could do that. And it was like my eighth playthrough. I'm like, what the fuck? How did oh, wow. I do that? That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, hmm. you, you could totally do it. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I, I guess I got to do more parrying. It's just so much fun to like quickly blow everybody's brains out as fast as possible. Yeah. What's man. your like loop? Mine is walk around with a pistol, shoot one bullet or two in the head, kick, then down they're down. Yeah. Or I'll wait for them to like group up and then do the kick for like multiple. Because the hitbox for the kick is like a sweep, you know? So you can hit mm-hmm. like many. Uh, that's my like re loop is like always the melee attack. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I do a lot of that. Yeah. I like to group them up as well. I think that's that's kind of the most efficient way. Yeah. Do you get knee shots or headshots? I mostly do headshots. I'll do knee shots if, um, mm-hmm. if someone's got a shield. Mm. Yeah. I actually sometimes just go for body shots sometimes because usually like the uh, ranged guys who shoot crossbows at you, um, they take like two or three hits to kill. So sometimes I don't even worry about what I'm hitting. I'm just like boom, boom. So. Do you deflect the crossbow bolts? Do you? Yeah, you can. Yeah. It, it, it's really sa- satisfying when you pull it off too. It's it. it, it it's funny because um, a couple days ago, I booted up Resident Evil 2 Remake, and like I realized you don't parry in Resident Evil 2 Remake, and I was like, man, it's just not the same. It's just not the same. Not being able to parry, it's like ruined other third-person action games for me. Mm. <laughs> if there was one thing to rip off from Sekiro, that's the mechanic, right? Like if that, yeah. that's, the, that's the best thing they could have implemented, I think. And I think Maybe. RE4 is the best version of it, honestly. I can't think of another one that's as good or inspired. Maybe in five to ten years, they'll remake Resident Evil 2 again, and we'll get the parry system. <laughs> good oh, idea, no, but that would break that game. That would break yeah. that game. Can't have good combat. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I love uh, how we they haven't should even make got like... into the news yet because we're so eager to talk <laughs> about <laughs> RE4. It's gushing. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's like, it's like Elden Ring fault. all over again. <laughs> I mean, it is really. Aaron did ask me how I was doing, and that that really opened the door. This is your first Resident Evil game that you've played through, or it you is, played through yeah. Resident Evil Seven? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Seven. I thought, um, yeah, okay. Yeah, this is. I don't know. This is sort of like my first classic Resident Evil because I feel like Seven's a step out of time in a sense, right? Like it's not. It's. It was a hard shift. Uh, Res- we'll get there. Actually, it is an it's it a isn't. new school it's, Resident Evil. It's uh, it's a little, it's it's like one foot in each camp. But um, yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Resident Evil Four is not a bad place to start. It definitely uh, it's it's a fun game. Yes, very much. Hell yeah. 
all right, let's talk about some news, and then we can talk some more about these Resident Evil games and some other games. Uh, what is this uh, Microsoft L's? Microsoft is that a new piece of software? Microsoft L's is that like Teams, but for like little little kids or something? It's like little league teams. It's just, it's just that like uh, we used to receive like a check from Phil Spencer every podcast, and he stopped giving us checks this month. Oh, Daddy so, Phil is now divorced. Yeah, so Mommy we broke up we, with him. So we have a new segment where we just rip on Microsoft, and that's what this segment is: Microsoft L's. We got Joseph Staten leaving Microsoft, and then we got Ghostwire Tokyo running Wait. worse on xbox That's and we have redfall yeah. running at 30 fps oh my God. on okay. console one, one at a time because you're these are these are uh, these are two but i, I want to like i want to like paint a broad lay it picture on. okay like just okay. lay it on but like yeah i guess we could start with halo um joseph staten is now leaving microsoft which is the first strike in this microsoft l segment this one seems pretty to me not that big of a deal like this is kind of the kind of thing that happens people leave it's good New blood can come in. He can go do something interesting somewhere else. This, this. I'm not sure if this qualifies as an L as much as these other ones, but I do. I, think I could be that. persuaded. I don't really know as much about who he is, though, so maybe I'm just ignorant. He was the well, cinematic director of Halo One, so he did all of the uh, cutscenes for the original game. But he also like did other production elements of the game. But that was the main thing he did in the first game. And apparently, the way he did all those cutscenes was like he'd like run the characters, like all the all every cutscene that you see in all the games is all like the characters are like him like moving them around and doing things with them, <laughs> and then recording it. <laughs> so <laughs> is, I wish I was your daddy or whatever. Um, like. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, I guess like my thought is is that uh, I feel like he was like the slight shred of like Bungie leftover legitimacy for that game, and then the game wasn't good, unfortunately, which I don't blame him for necessarily. But just, yeah, I, I feel like it. him. Yeah, I just feel like him leaving is like the last, the last thing of the ship is now sunk. Hmm. I feel like with that game, um, they need to reboot yeah. that franchise. I think, like, or just drop it and take the expertise into something else. I don't think that's like dropping. God Nobody of ever War does that, but or yeah, like Mario. You know, it's like their, it's like their. I feel like they did drop mascot. God of War, but <laughs> yeah, but fair, like it's fair. it lives on. I think I don't think you can drop Halo. I just think that it needs like a serious. I, I still would love to see like its software do a Halo game. You know what I mean? Oh man, like, I love that too. They should just do that. Or honestly, like if Arcane is kind of floundering right now with doing new stuff, maybe they could. I don't know. I play that. Like I play that. literally I anyone I else. That, but... <laughs> I want that. Dude, they'd be so good at that. That would be oh, that would be so awesome. <laughs> Arcane. <laughs> Arcane would be better, I think, actually, because they yeah. have that that kind of like open ended their thing. Yeah. Suddenly, I'm like hoping, Halo would be taking place in pseudo France. I'm hoping we I, get more, uh, more, more prey out of yeah. Arcane versus yeah. uh, their the, their their current direction. Um, I just pasted it in um, mm. the uh, in the chat. Yeah, yeah, in the chat. Joseph Satan uh, went to Netflix. That's so crazy. That's right. Netflix is really ramping up their game studio division mm-hmm. and. I don't know. I have I have kind of a gross feeling about it to be honest. Like it, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like Amazon jumping into exactly. into gaming. Like, I don't. I think yeah. I think they assume it's a marketplace that they understand and they feel they'll be successful. But right. just with, just with how Netflix operates with with its uh, television series and, and movies, um, 
I just think they're way too metric driven uh, to actually really be a part of the creative process. You know, mm-hmm. weren't they involved I, in immortality? They, yeah, I think so. They're publishing, right? Yeah, yeah. Publishing's like set the milestone for the game funding? and usually. Marketing. I think I think they just like brought it over to Netflix. Like it came okay. out on Game Pass first, and then it a Netflix version was released uh, well, on phones. Right, that's what it is. The Netflix they did the Android. I think you could play it on your TV too if you, you have. You play it, it on your TV too, yeah. Okay. Um, I've never tried it. I'd be very interested <laughs> to see how that game plays on a TV, but uh, I don't know. Probably on a smart TV wouldn't be that different, right? Cause it's just a menu game primarily. Mm-hmm. Right. You can do the rewinding. You need to be able to click on stuff, so it would be better on like an LG. Yeah. T- that's like the only time that freaking pointer on my LG TV would be worth anything. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that. You kind of need the the rumble feedback for it, though. Like that's, that's true. That's yeah, true. That's true. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. well, so yeah, reboot Halo. That's what I said. Uh, reboot Halo, and uh, look out for the the dystopian future of Netflix gaming. Yeah. It's swiftly incoming. <laughs> um, Tokyo Ghostwire runs like worse on xbox there it has to be that like they designed that game specifically for playstation 5 software if i understand that uh the the playstation 5 apis are can be a little tricky to port to direct x which is what xbox runs on so i don't know i didn't watch any of the digital foundry videos on this but that's that's it's a bummer because the game runs really well on computer right on pc yeah is is it the same engine as um the void engine i think it's unreal okay weird it's very interesting that the PlayStation 5 has been sort of the, the, the top performer console. Like it, it, it seems to have the least amount of issues uh, with a lot of these. Especially, it seems like Unreal Engine games specifically seem to run really well on the PS5 versus like the PC and uh, yeah. Xbox. I think Sony does QA specifically for their those ports. If they yeah. Or like, like Callisto Protocol, that's like widely considered to be what happened there. Hmm. Why that's like the one good version. Isn't it good on Xbox now? Like, didn't they bring it yeah. to pair? Like, it just wasn't but at on launch. launch. It was like unplayable. Huh. Um. Yeah, I think that like it, it's a good lead platform if you're. Not that I know what people are thinking, but like it has the biggest installed base, right? I mean, obviously PC has a way bigger install base, but if you're thinking about the consoles, it's I think it's like two to one to this to, to the uh, Series XS. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how it compares to Nintendo. I think it's probably still more people on PlayStation oh, than even Switch. The Switch? Yeah. The Switch outsold the PS2. It did? Yeah. Like oh. like three months ago. So it's the, it's like the biggest selling home console yeah. ever, ever made. Yeah, it's 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 in the top five anyway or something. Or maybe For like home like console, like on the T V console, I think. Yeah. Because I think the PS2 was the largest. Let me so. double check that. I'm fairly sure it's, it's it either outsold the PS2 or the PS4 Switch sales. Well, PS4, that makes sense. PS2 would be like that would be Serious shit. Uh, so in August it had surpassed 110 million. So yeah, it's. I think it's. I want to say it sold 150 million. Okay, let's see. Um, okay, it surpassed the Game Boy and the PS4. So I'm getting my my facts okay. wrong. But still, PS2 is like 120 million, dude. PS2 is the greatest selling console I think ever made. For home console, TV console. Oh, interesting. Million? 
180 million? 158 million, according to. Okay, yeah. Well, that's bonkers. Uh, getting in the weeds, but uh, anyway, yeah, good, interesting. Uh, guys, you you want to play first-person shooters at 30 FPS? Like, let me let me let me bring this back two steps. I played the God of War Ragnarok demo. Sorry, Orin, I don't mean to trigger you, but uh, the one thing I noticed <laughs> is that you can run that game. In, a, in an HDMI 2.1 spec uh, unlocked frame rate mode. So the game runs at like 90 frames per second in 4K. And there's an option to change it to a almost visually identical version that runs at 30 FPS. Like why would they even give you that option? <laughs> well, first of all, do you, do you like the game? Do you like uh, the game? Like, I think I already talked about it. I thought it was fine. It was, it, I don't know. I didn't really like it enough to want to play. I didn't even finish my three hour demo, but. I played it for an hour and a half, and I was like, "This is fine. This this is all I need of this. It's, it's not my type of game." Yeah, but that's the argument, though. Thirty FPS is more cinematic. I think that that is. Uh, Nobody really makes that argument. Yes, they do. Come on, no, that's not like real people are making that that it's more cinematic. That's what. That's you a think. joke. That's a troll argument. I don't believe that's that's sincere. I just yeah. watched. Digital Foundry talk about this, and they had people writing the mask saying this to them, and they, I, they, it didn't seem like they were being, they were being, they were joking. Hmm. They were saying that that they think that if some a developer wants to have a game, their artistic vision is the game is 30 FPS and has the cinematic, as they say, quality, they should be allowed to do that. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be criticized for it. Hmm. I don't, yeah, I don't, I, I don't think. Age old argument, obviously. Yeah, I just. I don't think people can genuinely argue that 30 FPS is a design choice. It's a design consequence, right? Yeah. And then yeah. they have to market around that fact. Also, movies are not 30 FPS or 24 FPS. They're 24. It's not, it's not even it's, right. It's like an also, inaccurate. So you're saying it should speed. be 24 FPS? Which is try, never. Try playing never, a game with 24 okay. FPS. You'll, you will hate every. Well, Ocarina yeah, of play, Time, play, greatest uh, game of all time. And just play Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, Bloodborne. <laughs> uh, Bloodborne and co op, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but it's shutter speed too like shutter speed is what makes yeah. movies look like you i i just find that like people complain that you know 30 fps tv shows look soap opery and then other people are saying 30 fps video games look cinematic what what is it people oh I, uh, gosh i'm gonna I'm shake gonna, my fist i should ah. be blunt and say that um they should delay this game uh i think we're oh, yeah. 30 fps Redfall. a 30 fps like first party shooter is a mistake especially like early i mean you know we're especially not first person shooter but like it's yeah. like early early mid-gen and uh there's still i think there's still a reasonable just if it's coming 60 fps is coming don't don't launch the game compromised this like, is like their second biggest it. game too of the year right like yeah. after starfield like why they should just delay it and they're releasing it Right before Breath of the Wild two comes out and all these other games, it just feels like they're just trying and, to yeah. hide it, or they're, they're, it's like destined to fail. Like, why are they doing this? I don't understand. <sighs> Mike, would you play a thirty FPS shooter? No, um, I remember playing like Quake two mm. uh, on on. Subadequate hardware back in the day, and yeah, I remember Pentium getting like a, six or sixty or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and it was like eleven frames per second, Ooh, and I yeah. and I still played it, but yeah, there's no there's no excuse to go back to that. Mm. Um, yeah, especially a first person shooter that would not be fun, and I'm mm. not I'm not really like chopping at the bit 
to play Redfall right now, so I would I would definitely wait. Um, I can see why they're still going to go ahead and release it though, because not that many people. It's it's not going to stop someone from buying it, right? Like mm. even if they have to wait a month for a patch, they will. Mm. And it's probably better for shareholders if you release your game on 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 target uh, versus a technical delay. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's bad. I'm not a shareholder. I don't know what the stakes are, but like, would it really hurt for them to delay it till August? Like, I mean, early it August. It's pro- I'm, I'm assuming that they, the release window is to, to not compete against other games that are right releasing this year. I don't like know what comes out in August though, but well, I've already delayed it like once. Yeah. But our, let me tell you a little history of arcane games going back to 2016 uh dishonored 2 launched with massive bugs particularly in performance issues particularly on pc prey launched with massive bugs that actually caused its review scores to be massively harmed they got a 4 out of 10 from ign that still sits on metacritic uh uh, that had a problem death loop launched with massive bugs balance and performance issues their games always launch playable and launch either yeah I, i don't know man these guys always push their shit out of the gate so hot, and it's uh, hasn't helped them in the past. I don't know how it's going to help them now. I think uh, I think some games are okay at 30 FPS. I could see you know, like a third-person game that is very basic shooting is not that it doesn't bother me that much. Although I don't prefer to play it at 30 FPS, but a sh- first-person shooter I don't ever want to play at 30 FPS. I don't even want to play it at 60 FPS. I there's want also 120. The other thing too is when you say, "Oh, this game's going to play 30 FPS," like the, there's an assumption there that it's going to be a locked 30 FPS, which as we yeah. see with a lot of games, it's not always the case. So, <clears throat> 30 FPS is it going to even be consistent? 30 FPS? Like, it just seems like it's no, thank you. I, hmm. Yeah, I, it's a bummer because I have Game Pass again, only on console, because I don't want to deal with UWP and partitioning my drives for that. So, um, I'm playing on console, but I don't want to play at 30 FPS. So I'm like, should I play this game? I already don't feel excited about this game, to be honest. I don't want to rag on it, but I felt like I haven't been impressed with what I've seen, so I'm like, this is kind of like more like, ugh. We'll see. We'll it see. seems like that Redfall seems like one of those games that doesn't know what its audience is. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's it's trying to be... Uh, and it's pri- trying to appeal to everyone, so it's appealing to no one in the process. Because it's, yeah. like, it's like, oh, it's kind of like this open-ended, Dishonored-style multiplayer game so it's like niche right oh but it's like also really streamlined and it's also kind of like far cry to appeal to casuals and it's about vampires it's like it's got cool (laughs) colorful characters with fun haircuts and backstories yeah Yeah. it's like it's like Fortnite being jammed with dishonored in a way that's not very graceful at all i feel like for me too like you say arcane is making a first person shooter with vampires set in like a small like main like Stephen yeah King new england like, town that should be a knockout like i should, should be, be like oh I, i'm so excited for this i've ever seen the footage of it i just it just doesn't look that good but i will try it still yeah it's so. a bummer uh i feel like that's a studio that has uh Sorry, I'm not going to be in a review. I'll be quick. Uh, that has squandered their sort of institutional strength by going in weird directions. Yeah, well, and much... oh yeah, go ahead. I I like a lot of their games, right? So mm-hmm. this 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 could surprise me. This could be mm-hmm. uh, unexpected and really unique and creative. So like I I, so. I, I kind of want to give it the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not I'm not going to play it day one, probably anyway. Oh, so I'll play it day one. 
it's on Game Pass, but uh, it comes out in a week. Yeah, I'm, I'm super busy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm uh, I'm predicting like seventy Metacritic. Oren, but a seventy Metacritic means it's good, don't you know? The best games ever made. Stalker seventy eight Metacritic. Uh, no, no, Dead I said Space. 70, I think. Zero, oh, 70. Seven, no, that's, zero. that's a little. That's a little bad. Uh, <laughs> that's my prediction. <laughs> all right. What if it's really well? What if it just gets like a ten out of tens from all the big? You know, they're I mean, still Death trying Loop, to retroactively. Death Loop got ten out of tens, and that game was very. Dude, okay. that blows. It blows my mind. <laughs> it only got <laughs> yeah, but from IGN and Gamespot, like. Dude, and I, I so, did they gave Prey a fifty? Uh, a f- well, a six out of ten from Gamespot, but a six out of ten from Gamespot isn't actually no, IGN like that bad. Really Four bad. out of ten. But then they upped it to an 8 out of 10 after they fixed the bug. Okay. So. I guess Deathloop is just better than Eight, Prey. Though. Come on. I, yeah. <laughs> Deathloop gets a 10. a 10? That is not a perfect game. It's just like, what? I don't get it. I, I think that's probably the worst 10 out of 10 IGN and GameSpot have given rate lately. Oh, Death God Loop. of War, Ragnarok? That, that or, uh, yeah, that or GTA 4. <laughs> Oh, GTA know, 4? Man. GTA 4 is like... Talk about on. 25 FPS on console. Oh, that was yeah. a cinematic game. I, I would argue God of War Ragnarok is a better 10 out of 10 because at least it is like exactly the type of game that it wants to be. Like Deathloop, I'm not even sure what game it wanted to be. Like It's another audience issue. Like It's not a good arcane game, but it's not really like a good regular shooter either. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, we had a little point apart about how uh, Rafael Colantonio is sort of leaking some secrets about uh, inside inside Arcane because he doesn't he doesn't work there in like five years now. Uh, about how they were Bethesda wasn't sure they wanted Dishonored three, so instead they got Deathloop, and there was some kind of uh, I don't know. It's, like I said, it sounds like a little bit of an identity crisis within Arcane. That's what the article read like. Like yeah. they themselves don't know what they want to do. Yeah. Well, uh, they they started off as a studio that like really knew what their audience was, which is you know, you know the immersive sim PC crowd, but that's like a kind of a niche audience, you know. It's a death sentence audience, yeah. Yeah. So like, <laughs> if you're making double A games, the I feel like the only company that's been able to do it and be make it sustainable is io interactive with the hitman franchise but like uh, you know when you're working for a big dog like microsoft they're gonna want Mm. something with a broader audience and i think they just don't know what to do maybe this is all pre-microsoft stuff though that's true because this is from rafael colantonio who left the company prior to the acquisition um so it seemed to be more bethesda was like it seems like Bethesda's mm. meddling a lot in, in there. I don't know. I'm just totally like speculating here. So, but uh, it, it from what I gather and what I hear rumors of, it sounds like Bethesda was pretty heavy in the meddling. We'll see. Maybe Microsoft did the opposite. Maybe Microsoft would be like, "Yo, here's a smaller budget. Make make something like Prey that can go on Game Pass and and you know keep keep a certain group uh, subscribing." Is Deathloop the worst arcane game? Modern. I mean, yeah. Have yeah, you played I, th- I think Arx most Fatalis? people would agree with that, to be honest. Yeah, I, I thought it probably was. And I don't, I don't hate Deathloop, but I just was like, I felt like I had like, low expectations that it was going to be better than it was. Yeah. 
Well, the three dishonored like games, blood, but I like that game way more. Oh, that game sucks, dude. That game really. Yeah, I haven't played Youngblood, but I've heard very bad things. <laughs> yeah, as soon as I started the dialogue, that was. Yeah. Oh, but it's you. The enemies have like a thousand hit points. Like you're shooting Nazis in the head for like five minutes. I right? had um, some amazing co-op with my girlfriend in that game. It's like a, it's a really fun co-op shooter. Like a really right. good one. It's flawed though. Like the the, the yeah, I don't have to get into that. But basically, I can say someone would say that. But I really like that game. All right, that's cool. But are you guys like uh, we're talking about Arcane and we're talking about Microsoft? Are you are we like concerned with the direction Microsoft is going in? Because I'm kind of I feel are like you never releasing any games. Yeah, it just it just seems like uh, I keep waiting for Microsoft to because like we're always like this is Microsoft Microsoft's year. This is Microsoft's year. This is Microsoft's year, and it just feels like they keep blowing it, and it's just it's starting. I'm starting to feel like conned a little bit at this point like i just think uh, that they're yeah. just fucking it up big time at this point i love hi-fi rush that game's great but that was like the one blip hi-fi rush <laughs> uh forza horizon almost two years ago what yeah they've been edging real hard for a while but yeah mike i was gonna say what about pentiment uh did we do we consider uh, that yeah, microsoft yeah. success that was that, yeah i think it was actually actually kind of an interesting success because it was like hey do something that's lower budget light on your feet but more creative and and less beholden to sort of a larger audience needs so maybe there's i don't know maybe they're about to you know pardon my french blow their load this year with it's it's going to be a big maybe we're going to see a lot of stuff coming but i don't know they bought 500 studios and they haven't put out more than three games yeah i think what what console had the best lineup for them? Like 361 or Series X? I think 360. Uh, no 360. console? Three, I mean, yeah, I guess 360, but like... 360 I think everyone like, would say 360, yeah. Right. 360 was the heyday. 360 yeah. had Mass Effect. Yeah. Yeah. But for yeah, Microsoft, but, it was like, there's Gears, there's Halo, there was... Uh, Ninja Gaiden 2. Ninja Gaiden. They didn't make it, but they, they that, was, that it. was an exclusive for a bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just mm. feel like they haven't been able to capture that magic quite. Like Xbox One had like Doom, Doom Eternal. Uh, dis- <laughs> but those weren't exclusives. They're, no, but no. they're Microsoft games, right? They're Bethesda. They games. are. I mean, they were on PlayStation. They are now. They weren't then. Yeah, yeah I guess there's like the yeah the Xbox One. They didn't really have a lot of first party. Yeah, 360. They. I just don't know if they'll be able to ever recapture that. I think they're like poised to though, but they're just not delivering. Like it's like why is Redfall releasing at 30 FPS? You know, it's like come and on. And with bad impressions, like with people <laughs> being like, "Wow, did you watch that IGN co-op impression? That game looks terrible." Like there was, there's been a lot of bad hype. Yeah. I almost wonder if they were like, "Hey guys, let's tweet that we're going to be at 30 FPS, so that a delay is forced by, you know, negative reactions." It still seems like it's on track to come out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it comes out in a week, so that's that's how it's yeah, going. Yeah, it's probably gold. I'm sure at this point. I mean, I do love Game Pass, and I do, like, fucking love Hi-Fi Rush. That's going to be high on my top ten list this year. But, like, yeah, I, I do kind of, like, I, I want to see them deliver a little bit more than what they're doing because they really do have all the resources at their disposal to overtake Sony, but I just don't think... It just feels mismanaged still. Like, it just seems like Halo Infinite's just going to curse them forever, and it's going to be every big AAA game they make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I yeah. predict the summer game show. Though, if they don't have like good announcements this year, then they're not 
Like, where's the Machine Games Indiana Jones game? Where's, where's the next id tech game? Where's like the, uh, know? yeah, that'll probably get announced at uh, QuakeCon, right? Which is in person this year. They're having yeah, a true, physical actually. QuakeCon. We should go. Bring your bring your Steam Deck and play Quake. Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Blasphemous well, too. As, as oh, someone sorry. who's who's heavily invested in uh, Microsoft mm. doing well, uh, I really hope they. Uh, really hope they do a good job, especially with that up and coming Blizzard acquisition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Dude, Which, get Diablo oh, on uh, Game Pass. That would be like uh, so huge. Dude, that would be the most killer app for Game Pass of oh all. Oh my god, yeah. I'll I'll get right on that, gentlemen. Uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of things going gold, Diablo Four uh, was announced that it went gold this week. Oh, uh, awesome. So we are, cool. we are we are on track for that six six release date, and they're doing another. Uh, public beta test. We're calling it the server slam. Yeah, I uh, got invited to that. I probably guess everybody yeah. did. You're saying it's public, but <laughs> like, I, yeah, I, was, yeah. I thought I was special. <laughs> you were number one, Aaron. Number okay, one. Okay. Um, <laughs> that is to really stress test the back end and the, hmm. um, the basically like the, 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 the player tracking. Hmm. So uh, that's cool. Good times. We should, we should mention that Mike works for Activision Blizzard, right? So yes, yeah, Full disclosure. People aren't, people aren't confused. <laughs> <laughs> Full disclosure, I work for Blizzard. Uh, I work on Battle.net or for the Battle.net department. Uh, I'm not on a game team, so I have no in, insider knowledge. Yeah. Um, here's what I'll say. When they take over, if it happens, and they're in Microsoft, which they won't, but if they do, if they try to change the Battle.net branding, you guys strike. Right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't think they would. <laughs> Dude, Battle.net is like... I think it's the most it's, OG it's, of OG branding. Battle net. It is. It is pretty valuable. Like our yeah. our branding, our user base. Um, you know how how far back it goes. I I really hope um, that we stay independent. Yeah. Like that. Especially that's uh, the department I work for. So mm. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to go job hunting anytime soon. All right. Uh quick what is blasphemous too i I don't oh uh yeah they just announced their uh their uh trailer um i really love blasphemous uh i kickstarted it and i beat the game i i i i really like the lore i like sort of like that really twisted catholicism kind of kind of background uh it's violent it's you know great pixel art and i think blasphemous 2 looks even better so oh, wow. I'm very excited about that. Is yeah. it like a Soulsylvania? Uh, yeah. Yes. Do you know the origin of Blasphemous? Mm-mm. Uh They, uh, the developers of that, went to Bandai Namco and said, "We want to make uh, Dark Souls three before it actually came out as a 2D game." And they actually had like a working prototype and some. Like, you look up the mock-up as it, and they were like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so like, all right, we're gonna make our own game. So they like re, they just rejigged it around to be Blasphemous. So. Um, Elden Ring has a sword called the Blasphemous Blade, and I don't know if that's intentionally an homage or not, but it feels like it could be. I kind of think so, because it, yeah. it's it's very similar. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, the, wow, uh, this game looks insane. I'm watching it, the trailer right now. Yeah, the pixel art looks really, really good. Yeah, it's awesome. I have to play it. I haven't, for some reason, I just keep like not sticking with it. I don't know why. Just yeah, I got, I, I got hooked. So mm-hmm. I I played it nonstop when it finally got released. I really it has a parry it. system, too. It does. Very ah, nice. Yeah. 
I'll have to check that out. That seems like a perfect Steam Deck kind of game. Like, sit back on the couch, Steam Deck it up. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Cyberpunk put out a full path tracing um, patch, which means that the, the, the game's lighting system is, is fully ray traced, I guess. Uh, you could definitely watch... Yeah, path trace. Yeah, you could you could you could watch people who know a lot more about this than than me talk about it and show examples. But I tried it. It looks very uh, incredible. Like like it's, it's a little blurry and doesn't run super great on my thirty eighty. But um, it, it's kind of crazy to see how much uh, like ray tracing has come in the last five years. Like like between like you know path traced Quake Two was like a big deal like four years ago and didn't run that well. Now it's like Cyberpunk has path traced. The most demanding 3D game, basically, is now even more demanding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it wasn't that bad, actually, I feel like, once you uh, had DLSS or whatever running. Like, mm. prior to that. Pretty, it's a pretty intense game. Yeah, yeah, it can be. So uh, CD Projekt Red, on their YouTube channel, released sort of like, it was, it was like a 9, 11-minute or so um, talk on path tracing, and it's actually mm-hmm. from the engine developers, uh, mm-hmm. I think like this sort of tech transparency is really cool from a mm-hmm. company. Uh, they did stress like this isn't um, this isn't something that's going to run well on most systems. This is very much like what the future will be, and it's right. it's it's still more of a tech demo than anything. Yeah, yeah. But it was really cool uh, to hear them talk about you know background threads and what they had to do the engine and you know help that they got from Nvidia. It was. Hmm. It was cool. That is cool. It's interesting that they're actually ditching that engine after this release, after putting all that extra work in there. But it's like Crisis Ultra settings were in 2007. I could run that on my 8800 GT at like 20 frames per second, but I, I did anyway just because it looked mm-hmm. so from the future. Mm-hmm. This this uh, runs at a lot more than 20 frames per second. I just have a little trouble getting 60, but <laughs> or at least with 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 DLSS on and stuff. Uh, but uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's definitely like like the thing that it does. In case you're wondering what the hell I'm even talking about or what we're talking about, is that it um, the way that the light like interacts with the environment is so much more realistic looking that it like re- you can really just kind of like if you squint just a little bit, trick your eyes, and you're like, oh, it's just like a real scene. Even though the individual elements and the the textures and maybe the character animations don't look real, the lighting just like puts every just kind of ties everything together in a very convincing way. That, that, that lighting uh, really tied the room together. Yeah, yeah, it's the Lebowski's <laughs> rug. Uh, all right. Well, You're clearly let's... not a golfer, Kevin. Yeah, he <laughs> does not play golf. Um, <laughs> uh, let's talk about games, guys. Um, I beat Resident Evil 4. We talked about Resident Evil 4. Do we have more Resident Evil 4 thoughts before we uh, we move on? Well, I crossed a couple thresholds. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Do a little um, bragging. Let's hear about these uh Yeah, platinums. I'm bragging. We're bragging right now. Um, I uh, platinumed it. It's my fourth platinum ever. Can you uh, can you guys guess the other three platinums? I'm curious if you guys know. Uh, <laughs> uh, you got... It, it's, Bloodborne? Uh, Sakura Blossom 1, Sakura... No. Uh, neither, neither Sakura or Bloodborne. It's Elden Ring... Death's, oh, yeah, yeah. Death's Door, believe it or not, and uh, yeah, Near Aut- Automata, which is like a fake hmm. platinum. But um, why is it fake? <laughs> why is it fake? Because it's easy. You can if you if you go to the merchant in the game, you can buy all the trophies. 
Oh my god. What? Yeah, that's what? Like, no. <laughs> that's just, so funny. Yeah, yeah, that's like the that's most That's the most thing Yoko ever. Taro thing ever. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. It's a fake. Anyway, but yeah, I platinumed Resident Evil 4 remake. <laughs> I um I have over 100 hours in Resident Evil 4 remake and I am currently in the top 200 players in the world for Luis on Castle for Mercenaries. So, wow. I have uh, bled this game dry. I am very nice. What's your favorite mercenaries <laughs> character? Uh, you know what? I've converted to Louise. I, I like. Really? Uh, I, I really like Louise. I think it's. Um, I think a part of it is I like the Red Nine. I like Louise's vibe. I love the music. But um, I don't know. It's just fun, like going around, like shooting people in the face and hanging them with like a crowbar, and then uh, <laughs> dropping bombs and just blow- funneling people into choke points and watching them explode. It's just uh, Louise is way more fun. Dynamite? You can shoot the dynamite, yeah. It doesn't it's, hurt you either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, once you kind of figure out a, how to play as him, he's actually uh, a blast. Um, I know a lot of people, I think a lot of people think he's probably the weakest character, but I've really grown to like him. How about I you, Kevin? I find them all to be very strategically useful. I like how they all have those, like, special abilities. Like, that extra, an extra layer of really cool mechanics of the game. I really like them. All of them, actually, for every character. I'm really curious how they're going to do Ada and Wesker when they finally drop those two. Yeah, it's it's been uh it's really cool how each one has a different play style. Like uh yeah, Luis is like a lot more like um, funneling people into choke points, as I said, and then uh, and more defensive, I'd say. And then of course Krauser is more of the Devil May Cry character where you're just meleeing ever everybody, and uh, Hunk is just. <laughs> machine gunning everybody then, and neck cracking yeah. neck cracking yeah <laughs> they're all really fun I, I find myself like enjoying playing as Luis and uh, Leon the most for some reason but uh, I do love Krauser Krauser is just so stupid <laughs> he's just a melee character <laughs> mm-hmm. but, uh, he's really fun yeah. I, I, I like how they kept all their all of their classic abilities like and built on them in the remake it's really cool yeah Got yeah good job on those uh, mercenaries though yeah thanks like I, i'm just i'm just so hooked on re4 man like i every time i try to play play a new game i just kind of want to go back and play re4 this game has just kind of hypnotized me um it's just the uh, hooks I, are deep yeah the hooks are deep man i can't get them out <laughs> i'm like 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 when diablo com- comes out am i just gonna be like oh i'm just gonna do another campaign of re4 while you guys mm. play diablo <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fucking june <laughs> yeah, I, I like, wouldn't well, be surprised, but yeah. What would you hear a segment, Mike, of the game as a first time RE for? Um, so originally I thought the castle was my favorite, um, just because there's there's a lot of diversity there. But then mm-hmm. going back in in new game and replaying the village, I I I really like that sort of village kind of feel, the vibe. Yeah, but yeah. Probably the castle. I think that that still outweighs it. Um, I really like the segment where uh, it's like those water levels, right? And then uh, Ashley, you know, is doing mm. things that Ashley does, like uh, oh, turn, yeah. turn wheels. The, She's really good at it. The water room? The water room. Yeah. Yes. And it, there's just like nonstop stream. And the shooting in that game, especially with mouse and keyboard, feels so good. Mm-hmm. Like I was popping guys' heads like when they were pretty far away and it was, it was so satisfying. Um, the Indiana Jones minecart 
was also really satisfying. <laughs> I, I got that part. I got an achievement for not taking any damage, Hell and yeah. I was I was just on point with that one. I was just headshotting everyone consistently, and it was it was a blast. Uh, the Red Nine is my favorite pistol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that I think it's that one classic. Rocked. It's the classic. But I didn't. I don't know. Like the, the more I think about it, like I just I like that game so much. I, uh, it, it was such a blast. Really love Luis too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was such a good character. I yeah. love Luis so much. He's like my favorite favorite Resident Evil character. I love Luis. Uh, such a loss to the ladies of the world. <laughs> I was thinking that Luis, they did such a good job with him in this game, and I also thought that I, I really liked, um, uh, what's his name, uh, Carlos in the RE3 remake? I feel like yeah. they've got these really good supporting characters recently in these remakes that are better than the original. Yeah, they beefed up those. Yeah. Um, I, I think what I love about these remakes and just modern Resident Evil in general is that they elevate the characters, but they it never feels like they're going for a Sony prestige kind of storytelling, you know? It's They elevate them just enough where it's just modern, mature storytelling without it being bogged down, where Luis is, has like a 10-minute monologue about his guilt. Yeah, he's not like a conflicted character who has to like... Go blather on! Oh, I'm so I'm so with you on that. <laughs> yeah, like the game's just, not afraid to be fun. Like it's like we're gonna have right. a thrill ride part where you have to fight guys in chainsaws and minecarts. Like <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's not afraid to be a video game, and I love that about it. That. It's, uh, it's so good. I just I, lo- I, I love it. The, the the game just gives me so much joy. I, I will say, I've been playing it so much that the stuff that annoys me about it gets more apparent every time I play it and I think that just becomes that's just because I love it so much there are just certain segments of that game that still kind of frustrate me like I just hate the Del Lago fight like every time <laughs> yeah oh my god the Del- it's it, I did so I was playing through that like I said on professional and I was pretty much just flying and I was I got all the way to like the sixth chapter and I didn't die and I even beat the Del Lago my first try on professional because you just have to pump damage into him, I guess is the secret. Is just yeah. do not lay off him for a second, and he'll die pretty quick. But uh, and then I got to the chase scene where Salazar is it Salazar? What's the oh Mende- yeah, Mendez is chasing you, and he freaking grabbed Ashley, and then I died, and I had not died, and that I was because I'm sitting there thinking I'm like maybe I could play this game without dying, like like and I was like I was like having these fantasies in my head, and then that fucker grabbed Ashley, and then it was like mission failed motherfucker and i was like no and i realized that part of the game i don't love but uh it's it's still really fun the mendez boss fight's interesting because i'm i've I've played through the game many times at this point and there are still some attacks in that boss fight that i'm not really sure how to dodge yeah i'm like i don't know how to block this i must have moved like i don't know like when he's throwing the the stuff at you yeah you have to like do like a dodgy thing but it's it's kind of iffy It, it doesn't feel like from soft polished he, he hit me almost yeah. every single time and i felt yeah. the same way i was like i don't know I, I guess i just i guess i just eat shit right here and, that, and that's it yeah it, it it can be kind of a weird game because like it's so mechanically perfect in some ways but there's just yeah some boss fights where it's like am i supposed to just take the hit here <laughs> because i don't know how to dodge this move it's, it seems like it's based on pure luck dodging it mm-hmm. um but uh, and then there is like some other stuff too, um, on console at least. I still think the FOV can just get like really tight in a way where oh, sometimes 
Sometimes, like, a character will hit me, and I didn't even know that they were there, because Leon is literally just blocking the str- screen, and I cannot see that that uh, sickle incoming. Uh, but, yeah. So, yeah. And that's a thing, that's a, that's a Sony thing, right? This tight FOV. And it's not just done for performance reasons, it's done as a stylistic choice, is that correct? Honestly, it's done in the original RE4. I went back and checked it. It's, it's, okay. I, it's to make the character bigger than life. The new Witcher added an updated camera where the old Witcher camera was really kind of far away and gave you a lot of FOV. The new one is like right up there. It's like a telephoto zoom. Like, so you could, you have like, yeah. like a fucking 60 FOV. I don't know why anybody would play with that camera. And, you know, what's you know, funny dr- is uh, I did just fire up the Witcher three yeah. just to see like what the new uh, ray tracing and performance patch was. And I thought I was like, wow, I don't remember it being this close. <laughs> I don't remember seeing Geralt's butt that, that up in my yeah. face. Yeah. All right. So you can, you can switch too- it. Old camera's still an option. Hmm. But, uh, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. It's Resident Evil 4 Remake. It's just the game that I love, but, like, yeah, the more I play it, it it, it doesn't have FromSoft's perfection in the sense that, like, I don't know, there's just, like, some stuff in the game that still annoys me, but, goddamn, like, I still can't get enough. It's just such a... It's definitely pretty close. It's just those boss battles, I feel like. Are the boss battles in the FOV definitely could be a little less zoomed in, but um and it's the same on even I mean I get we're playing on ultra wide monitors, so we get a little extra, but it's not really much different. You can adjust yeah. FOV. PC as well. Like you can zoom it back, but it's not like What? There's no yeah. option for FOV. Yeah, there is. There is? What? The, there, is, there is, but it's not sufficient, in my opinion. Oh. It's, it's just not good. It's not. Dead Space Remix FOV is much better. Way the, better. Yeah. Mm. Um, but uh, there are a couple of boss fights that we didn't talk about that I think are fantastic in that game. I really love the uh, Verdugo boss fight. I think that's one of the best boss fights in the game. Which one is that? He, the right hand man. The, the alien right boss off? fight. Yeah. The what? The guy with the you have to freeze him. Comes you have after to you, freeze him, him. And the elevators comes. Oh, yeah. I hate. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, that's one. Of, that's like a top three favorite boss fight. For so me. I love. That uh, I didn't. I didn't freeze him. Like I, I, I kept missing, and so mm. I ran to the elevator because I was afraid I was going to get lost. Uh, so I was standing in, in front of the elevator, and he's just attacking me, and I'm just parrying every single attack. Yeah, uh, and, then, and then maybe like I'd shoot him once or twice with the shotgun, but I I never killed him. I was just able to parry him long enough for the elevator to finally come, and I just ran on the elevator. Oh, you, you, well. Did you know you can kill him? No, I thought he was unkillable because I you like I was just him. shooting him. Hmm. If you if you just get the, I mean like you can shoot him to death, but you can also just buy a rocket launcher and blow him up. Oh well, the rocket launcher is a nuke <laughs> in that game. Yeah. It's, it's funny, too, because when you kill him, you can uh, get his monocle because he used to be like a scientist or like, you know, and he hmm. transformed into this creature. And is that, is that yeah. like a weird Joseph Mengele reference? I don't know if it's a reference, but I just know that a lot of the uh, parasites that you see in the castle used to be like actual humans, but they wanted to transform. It's like a it's like a bloodborneism. They wanted to yeah. transform through the parasite and. Now there are these weird insect things. <laughs> yeah, I just so. repeatedly shotgunned him and froze him, and he eventually died to a lot of. Oh, I just ran away. A lot of yeah. survival horror, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you're Leon. It's true, Leon's you're like badass Leon. One man <laughs> army, commando Leon. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I don't know what else to say about Resident Evil 4 Remake other than I love it, despite its flaws. I, I, I like, intensely love it. Yeah. No, it's good. Uh, <laughs> you know what's weird, Orin, is that you got the bug to play Resident Evil 4 over and over and over and over. I got the bug to go back and fill in a hole, which was Resident Evil 7. In part because you guys I said... You. I told you, you guys, play you it. kept saying, yeah, you should play it. I was like, Aaron, both, play Resident Evil 7. Did you uh, finish yeah, or did it too. by any chance? I haven't finished it yet, so I'm, I'm going to save maybe most okay. of my thoughts for after I finish it. I have got up to the point, without getting too spoilery, where you're interacting with the sun, and you've kind of, I've kind of mm. solved his riddle. I don't know how far in that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Feels like I got distracted like by some TV but... shows, but yeah. Um, I, it might be I really like that segment. Yeah, I like that segment too, although I saw... If you don't watch the a certain piece of media, it seems like you could have a harder time with that. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, there's a you, yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I it's interesting. Oh, I, I really like yeah the, the birthday. I really like Resident Evil Seven. What I played so far, it's definitely harking back to a lot of the like really true survival horror stuff that that I liked about Resident Evil One and Two. Mm-hmm. You know, PlayStation versions. Um, I really like the first person aspect of it. I know that that was orig- originally they wanted to make Resident Evil a first person game and then they, they couldn't. Um, and I guess Sweet Home is like a first person game. But um, mm. I, I think it's, and it also, it's making me understand what I don't like about Village. And I can kind of see how the two are very related, like how Village is an extension of Seven, but it's kind of stripping out a lot of the things that I like and, and playing up some of the things that I don't love about Seven. Like, like, like I don't, I, I appreciate like the family being bigger characters and like you, you kind of have these different nemesises throughout the different levels. Um, but like that becomes like the sort of like backbone of village. Um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I, I'm liking it a lot. I really, I'm like, man, I remember when that demo first came out, I was thinking like, wow, like resident evil has gotten so fresh and creative and interesting and then they just remade Resident Evil 4. And they did, obviously. They knocked it out of the park. But it's kind of like it's it's gone down the same exact trajectory. It went prior. Right. It's like it starts off with this like scary survival horror game and then morphs into an action series again. So I'm curious what the future will bring. Um, but uh, I'm liking it a lot. I'm kind of curious to see how you feel about the second half of the game because I think that's the most contentious part of our That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's when it becomes not a good game. That's a bummer. <laughs> I do love uh, I do love RE7. I feel like I should replay it. Um, the um, like the first two hours of that game are just so iconic. Like every single moment of just the first two hours alone, or just like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video game. I just I love it. <laughs> yeah, um, that, um, I, I... that first part where like right after you're you you get up from the dinner table, you have to hide from Jack. As he's mm-hmm. like walking through the house looking for you, that is like I've literally had a nightmare about that, and it was, <laughs> it was so visceral to play that, mm-hmm. and to feel like I was reliving uh, a nightmare that I've had over and over my whole life. Just him coming towards you, it was, it was, like my I got all like hot and pin prickly, uh, and kind of panicky. It was great. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think no, that he's one of the best villains of the think, franchise. He's Jack good. Baker. Yeah. Yeah. Jack Baker's um, amazing. He's really good. The whole thing is just so much scarier and creepier than like basically every other Resident Evil. Um like 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 I you can play that game in VR and and if I had better 
VR legs and didn't think I'd get massive motion sickness, I'd probably try it. Although apparently, apparently it's a little smudgy by today's standards, but um, but it also seems like that would be like a really scary game to play in VR. Uh, I remember when we were talking on the Resident Evil Four podcast, you guys were like, "I don't know if I would replay that game." Like you both said that you, you liked your first playthrough, and I th- I think part of that is that the environments are so disgusting and like repulsive and like it's not like like Resident Evil 4 it's like this cool village and these these gorgeous castle and like Resident Evil uh, village similarly a village in a a really cool looking castle but like environments that are interesting to explore this is like going through some hoarder's fucking house in the south and it's filthy and and rotten and dirty and I, I don't know it's 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 really effective at what it's doing at least in this first half of the game yeah it is it is gross yeah, yeah. Uh, I I want to say really quickly, my neighbor's dogs are barking, so I apologize. Oh, we noticed. I, we noticed. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize if there's barking dogs. Um, but um, yeah, I, I do want to say that uh, um, with Resident Evil Seven, I think I think the reason why I just don't find myself uh, motivated to replay it is that I realize, and I know this sounds shallow, but I'm a very combat-oriented Resident Evil player. Like mm-hmm. I I do like good combat in my resident evil games and resident evil 7's combat is probably its weakest part like i just yeah it's just not a good game to shoot guns in (laughs) with like a lot of enemy variety um but that's my two cents no i agree um i i do like how it it reincorporated the sort of like combat avoidance of earlier resident evil games where you got to run past enemies and that becomes a thing in and of itself and like there's a lot of player disempowerment both like mechanically and then like i was saying visually with the disgusting environments that i don't know I, i'm like oh, can you guys make something that uses that builds off this in some way because i don't think the village was really that but um i don't know i'd love to see i'd love to see them do something like they've made a really good stable of resident evil games like five really solid games i'd like to see them be creative again this time maybe, maybe we'll get that with their next entry maybe not re7 isn't my favorite resident evil game but i think it's like arguably one of the most important ones like honestly like up there with like one and four like i Mm -hmm. think it's like a really seriously important game for one thing like it brought the franchise back obviously like we mentioned um but also like it entered this whole new like era of the franchise like it was like the reboot that the reboot that we deserved and we needed right it was like it was everything like came back together Mm -hmm. uh so like even though i don't want like this i want to replay it like i think it's like it took the franchise in a new direction and it brought the franchise to a whole new audience. Like, I really don't think that any of these remakes or anything would be as successful or even the way they are if that game, like, what didn't exist. So, um, I have a lot of respect for RE7, even though I don't always feel like replaying it. I think Resident Evil 7 also just has, like, you can make a list of the top 10 best Resident Evil 7 moments, right? Yeah. Because like, it has so many just absolute bangers. <laughs> Like like just when the cop shows up and then he gets his head cut in half, or mm-hmm. like or like mm-hmm. when you're fighting Jack Baker in the garage and you're driving the car into him, like there's so many just famous moments that are indelible. <laughs> Definitely. Did you notice that it starts off like you're in a house, like, like not a mansion but a house, um, with undead creepy crawlies, and then you go to like another house with bugs. And I'm like, hmm, this is definitely similar to the OG Resident Evil with the guardhouse and the spider. Oh, yeah. No, they yeah. It's, they knew what they were doing, um, which is why, I, from, again, I understand the second half of the game kind of changes things up, and I'm curious to see what that's going to entail, but I'm a little concerned uh, that it will 
abandoned so much like the, the good work they were doing prior to that so we'll see it's good it's a good one it's a good one I still say it's one of the best survival horror games probably even though I I say I try to replay it um, but I just I, I, I can't be able to do it yeah I'm playing, I'm playing a hard hard difficulty Madhouse oh. and uh, I'm on the second boss and it's not been a fun fight it's been a non-fun fight yeah, I don't know if that 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 style of uh, game is as fun on the harder difficulties because it can be just like it can require like a high level of tedious. memorization and knowledge. Yeah. Um, but uh, it might be it might be top five Resident Evil for me. We'll, we'll see how it, it ends up, but I think uh, it could it could secure itself in the fifth place position. Uh, all right, guys. Kevin said that that steam recommended the dredge based on him liking signalis and stalker and this is a fishing game yep somebody connect those dots for me please it has resident evil inventory management and it's lovecraftian which resident evil all of them it's just it's the classic well maybe it's like four or is it like is it the grid good question it's four yeah it's four inventory yeah um Dredge is awesome. I, I don't know, Mike. Do you want to tee it up? Uh, sure. Uh, I've played <laughs> it for a few hours now. Um, I had this on my wish list uh, because a horror website uh, that I I like, Bloody Disgusting. Bloody Disgusting. Ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. they had uh, recommended it, and I was like, oh, uh, fishing with Lovecraftian elements. Heck yeah. Um, and it looks great. It it, it plays really well. Uh, it has. Uh, I'm sorry, maybe I should take a step back. Dredge is uh, you are a fisherman. You kind of crash into a town. You talk to the mayor. The mayor's like, oh, we need a new fisherman because ours has mysteriously wandered off. And here's a boat. By the way, you owe me money for this boat. So you kind of have to work work the boat off. But that that takes like a day. Was he Tom Uh, Nook? (laughs) (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. Um, so there is a lighthouse and the lighthouse is sort of this main reference point. You can see it, I think throughout anywhere in the game and you primarily are warned to only fish during the daytime, right? Once nighttime comes around, uh, it's almost like this sanity meter and Mm -hmm. weird things start happening. You start getting attacked, but there's actually uh, a, a pretty large incentive to fish at night because then that's the only time you can get certain types of uh, abominations or, you know, Mm. weird mutated fish. Um, I thought this was going to be like my next relaxing game because I always like to have a sort of (laughs) evening relaxing game. Mm -hmm. So, you know, power wash simulator, immortality, stuff like that. This is not a relaxing game. This is actually like you, you, you're constantly involved. Like fishing requires timing. Uh, you are constantly racing against the sun. Um, and you're 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 just you're always trying to repair your boat, add, um, find materials to to have upgrades, get new fishing poles, all that kind of stuff. But it's it's fantastic. It's 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 a it's a blast. I'm having fun. Question: Is is this this like an open world kind of thing? Like you just go out and explore the 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 pond or lake or whatever it is you're in the ocean? Uh, pretty much. So there's. I think there's five major island systems um, and each one of them will have a port. Uh, you'll talk to people and they'll kind of give you a little side quest, right? Like, Hey, uh, can you get me this kind of fish or uh, can you find this item that crashed offshore, you know, 
years and years ago. Uh, but as far as I know, you can kind of take everything at your own pace. Like I think I'm on day 30 something. Um, and I'm just, I'm just having fun fishing and kind of knocking out items, but so far there doesn't seem to be any huge time pressure. It, it, it the game does kind of nudge you to where you should probably go next. Like there's like one big overarching quest and they're like, Oh, you need to get this Lovecraftian thing in this that's located in this region so the game does kind of give you some guidance it's not just completely like subnautica or the outer wilds where it's like just figure it out um but it's neat it's one of i it's interesting because i beat the game at around the 11 12 hour mark and but it, it does seem like the kind of game where if you love fishing and you just want to do everything in the game, it could easily be like a 40 hour <laughs> game. Cause there's so many fish you can catch so many upgrades you can uh, put on your, on your little uh, tugboat. And it, it really just seems like a time sink game if you want it to be. And you can kind of play it however you want it. I mean, you can follow the main quest, but if you really just want to go around and catch fish and explore, you can just do that too. <laughs> This game cracks me up because I I was literally thinking like two months ago I was like man what kind of fishing game would I ever want to play because I was like I don't really like fishing games I was like what if it was like a horror fishing game like a, what if about a fishing game where you're in the fishing hamlet from Bloodborne like what would that be like uh, and I, and then I was like oh someone made this already someone already <laughs> someone thought of this way before I ever thought of this it's, it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just cool that it exists and uh, I'm definitely interested in trying it I'm definitely like uh, Subnautica was one of the scarier games I've ever played because of the creepy crawlies underwater I find that to be more off-putting than creepy crawlies who are walking so i think this game will be a good one for me there are some dope sea monsters in this game (laughs) (laughs) i won't say what they are but there 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 were a couple of moments where i was like yelling at my screen because i was like whoa Ah!" i'll check it out for sure then yeah do you think it'd be good on switch because i I noticed that it is on switch and i it seems like a great switch or like steam deck game yeah okay so Yeah, and uh yeah uh, another thing i'll say about is it doesn't really strike me as like a fishing game it's more like an exploration lovecraft game than a fishing game like you don't have to think about like what kind of hook and sinkers you're gonna use it's it's, Mm. i mean there is that but it's not a huge part of the game um it's more like you're just kind of going around collecting stuff Mm -hmm. and managing multiple systems at a time uh guys it is forty dollars on switch and twenty four dollars on steam what the fuck is wrong with switch Buy a steam deck. <laughs> that's nintendo man. just gotta sell a few more skins and i'll get that steam deck yeah uh, nintendo and their goddamn nintendo tax switch tax maybe the digital copy is cheaper but holy shit it's 40 bucks for the physical copy mm. they should have released it on a game pass i feel like drudge would have been a great game pass game but yeah, yeah. I, did too. I was actually disappointed I, I well i'm mostly disappointed that i shelled out uh money for it and i have a game pass subscription so mm. yeah oh well gotta support the devs though right that's right <laughs> uh this sounds really good i need to i think i will definitely i think i'm gonna get, get it on it. switch yeah, like this sounds like a perfect sit on the rocking chair and watch Holden while I fish in some evil village. It, uh, it seems like it could have the same kind of jump crouch unanimous consent that Sign- Signalis had last year, where oh, we're, we're oh. all just like kind of it's like a consensus indie game. 
among everyone here. So give so it a go. I will I will warn you that it does demand your attention. Mm-hmm. So the other night I was playing it and Michelle was talking to me and I didn't hear a word she said. Because <laughs> I was so intense. So well it like the timing for like uh um, pulling up materials, right? There'll be like a little crash site and you, you need to get metal and wood and stuff like that. Uh, the timing was really difficult for me. And I, I just yeah. kept, I just kept messing up. And it's the world's time is going by when you're doing that. So it's right. like, it, it's now past midnight. I still haven't recovered this, this, this wreckage. Uh, and I didn't hear a word Michelle told me and I felt kind of bad about that. So just okay. don't let Holden play with knives while you're. Uh, you know he's he's he does a good job. He's a good sous chef though. So you know, <laughs> chopping stuff up. Uh, yeah, no 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 knives. No, actually, I I can't watch him. In, he's way too active. He's six months now, so like yeah. I can't. Uh, oh my gosh! That's I crazy. have to be committed if I'm in the room with him. There's no more gaming while he sits there and just kind of dozes. <clears throat> those were those were early days. Uh, all right, Dredge. That sounds. That sounds rad. Uh, Sherlock Holmes: The Awaken. Is this is this uh, the, the that company from Frog Frogworks or whatever? Frogskin Frog Frogwares. Yeah, Frogwares. Uh, I think yeah, Frogwares Interactive or something like that. Um, so this is a remake. Uh, oh, com- um, completely completely redone. Okay. Uh, so the original uh, came out. I think it was like 2006 or 2008. Um, I think I bought it like before it even came on Steam. Like it was, it was like their own independent download. Uh, I really, really liked the Awaken when it came out. Like it, it, it really merged uh, the character Sherlock Holmes with you know heavy Lovecraftian elements. It was hmm. first person, hmm. uh, which the remake is third person, hmm. and it just had like a lot of fun puzzles, um, sort of like Call of the Seas puzzles. You know, like like it's. You know, it's not super challenging. It's enough to be very entertaining and make you feel smart and good about yourself, like you really are Sherlock Holmes. Um, how you solved so uh, in the in the original, when you had to make a deduction, it was there was only one way to do it. Whereas Frogwares, they've sort of modified because they've they've done all of the Sherlock Holmes games. Mm. Um, I I've played almost every single one of them at this point. Uh, I I really like the studio, but they've started to change how your deductions are are made, and it's I don't like it as much because it's it's open ended, right? You can sort of just make anyone, and there's no wrong or right answer. And I actually don't like that. I like there being one sort of definitive mm-hmm. way to do it. So that's an interesting change. Um, they also made the Sinking City, right? Which which was one of my biggest disappointments, and it's funny because. I liked all these Sherlock Holmes games and their Lovecraftian elements, but I thought the sinking city was just such a big miss. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that they were trying to do an open world game and the world is just dead. It just, there's it, nothing exists, but the remaster of the awakened has a lot of elements repurposed. Actually, even the loading icon, I think is identical to the sinking city. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that sort of like spins in the, in the, in the bottom of the corner. So I've only played it for a couple hours. Uh, I've noticed a few differences here and there. Um, I can't really decide where it falls. If I like the original more, if I like this one, um, you know, it has some nice visual upgrades and that's cool. I may go back and replay a few minutes of the original just to, 
just a level set. I might I might be looking through rose tinted glasses, but um, uh, I really like the developers. I support them. Uh, they're they're from Ukraine. Uh, mm. They have sort of a message about how their country was invaded during the development, um, Slava Ukraine, and uh, I think I think they 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 deserve all the accolades, no matter where this lands for me. All right, that's cool. Sure. And that's... Uh, I do find it interesting that I've been playing two remakes recently. <laughs> right on brand, sir. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. I wonder it, if that's. Didn't you know that again. the game industry is just remakes now? We're just doing remakes. That's this it. year yeah. is for sure. Sequels so are too risky. Um... <laughs> well, I can't wait till we do RoboCop and Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be called Total RoboCall. Yeah. What, what is it with uh... Robocall? Total yeah, yeah, all the phones, the phones, robots calling you. Total Robocall. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, oh yeah, let's uh, re- let's remake Robocop so that Robocop is the uh, the good guy taking down the crime. You know, there's no satire, no, no yeah. nothing. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh yeah. Blue stripe. Blue stripe. Um, <laughs> or thin blue line or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, speaking of remakes, I played the demo Echoes of the Living, which is a modern, true fixed-angle survival horror throwback game that feels almost like a remake of Resident Evil 3. Yeah. It uh, really, think, it really does. Yeah. It's aping Resident Evil so hard that I was like, is this... Is there anything... <laughs> original in this game and i think that's like part of the fun of the game too though mm-hmm. that it's like such a like a blatant ripoff it's like kind of just like hey this is fun they by one person yeah yeah uh, that's did you, did you play as the actually. guy or the girl i played as both characters and they seem the same so here's what i'll say i played as the girl and it was an immediately i died three times in a row because you can walk into the the guy and the girl start like one screen apart but if you walk to where the guy is you're just fucked you, you just die. There's nothing you can do because like five zombies follow you in there. It's like a little death pit. So I started as the girl and I just kept dying and I was like, what the hell? So then I started as the guy and it's like, oh, I need to go this way. Um, there, there was it, some, there's some rough design elements, but like it is very impressive for a game made by one person. Um, and it looks like a very successful modernization of the style of those games. It's fully 3D, but it has fixed camera angles with sometimes moving cameras. Like, uh, what's it called? Tormented Souls. Mm-hmm. I feel like this might be a bit more polished than Tormented Souls, but still in need of a lot more polish. Yeah. I think it. Tormented Souls is like a little bit of Silent Hill. I feel like Tormented Souls is like still mostly Resident Evil, but like it had yeah. a little Silent Hill. This game doesn't have any Silent Hill. It's like Resident yeah, Evil through and through. Pure Resident Evil. Yeah. I think like I will play it when it comes out. I think. I, I mean, I'll definitely like look into it again. I think it like. When I played Elisa's demo, uh, another another fixed camera angle, Resident Evil like, mm. it was like a little rough, um, and I like wasn't sure if like it would be a good game or not. But then like I played the final product and it was great. So I think that this is gonna be the same thing. It's like you know it's just a demo, a work in progress by like one person developed game. So yeah, uh, definitely something I'm gonna keep my eye on. Yeah, I'll keep my eye on it. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. So. We'll check back in on that. Uh, did you want to talk about Atomic Art? Atomic Art. Atomic Heart? Atomic Fart, more like it. I played some yeah. Atomic Heart, and <laughs> it's uh, it's been it's been fun. Um, every, it's funny playing after you guys, because you guys already played it, and like 
you played it and like never sitting about it again. Like all of you guys. So I, I, I never played it. I just no, I completely, I completely skipped it. Yeah. You skipped it completely. Okay. So yeah. you, Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron and uh, Mike played it, yeah. but um, the beginning was like totally Bioshock Infinite. Yeah. And like not yeah. in the good way. Right. Yeah. But yeah it doesn't like Bioshock Infinite ah. will ever be in the good way. But it was just like I don't know. I I just like tried to like skip through everything. So I initially played. I start, oh, you the skipped game through the beginning as fast as I could. Oh, dude, that was a mistake. I think you like that. Actually, Why? was pretty. And it, I, I thought it, it definitely went on for a while, but it was an interesting segment because it's like this utopian Soviet utopia. Yeah. Like it's like it definitely is taking from um, uh, Bioshock Infinite, but it's also doing its some of its own things. There was some interesting stuff in there. I thought. I just was like, man, the, the, the Half Life tram ride lives on. This thing is yeah, never gonna does. die. This goddamn. <laughs> Please kill it, God! I'm yeah. like. Gordon's never left that tram. He's been God, on there it's for. Like, does this need to be in every game? Like. Twenty five years. Yeah. It is. It is very much screaming. Look at our set pieces. You will look at this. Yeah. And you will enjoy it. And it's like, oh, jeez, this is going and on too long. I just like, like, like from like the first like ten dialogue lines of the game, the main character is like already scolding this like glove that talks to him and i'm like what's the why do you hate this guy he's just like a butler he's like a robot. he's like not like he's like a jerk butler he's just like a right it's like why is the main character hate him so much i don't i don't get it i don't understand i feel like there's like a piece of this game that is like distinctly probably russian humor translated to english and then they like slap the most like as aaron said california boy voice actor on him like I've, it's like i don't understand this casting it's so strange yeah i, and I first from i was like this gives a new meaning to hey bro it's like yeah hey bro hey bro it's hey bro like <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just i was i don't know I, I i i can't i think there's a translation thing going on because the, the, the writing just doesn't make sense to me like i don't get it like he just the main character i don't know who he's what he's what he's supposed to be i don't i don't like I, did you have it make sense of him at all, Aaron or Mike? He's, he's supposed to be unlikable. Is the only thing I could figure out. He just out. seems like a jerk. I, yeah. like, I, <laughs> I did not. I did not enjoy it, and I I switched the language to Russian, and then I couldn't read subtitles fast enough and play yeah. the game. So I was like, well, I guess I'm. I guess the story is just lost to me now. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe that was like a bad thing, but I just I could not stand the voice acting. Yeah, I also changed it to Russian, which. Uh was okay he they were talking so much that i was just like none of this is possibly of importance that's exactly how i felt like this couldn't possibly mean anything yeah uh kind of more broadly speaking i just kind of had this epiphany in like the past six six months like why why video games become so chatty like why is it how did that happen with video games? That Dude, it's they have my to be like chatty? biggest peeve in video games like that like that and slow walking are like the two worse i think it's actually worse than slow walking well, slow walking is so they can be chatty though right i blame marvel uh, i don't marvel. know but i i do not like it everyone talks at you and they're all like obnoxious loud over the top characters too i don't understand it because it's funny i hate it in multiplayer games like when, you, when you're playing like call of duty and they're just like random who knows who it is announcer people are just talking constantly they're like ugh yeah i don't like it in single player games i like it when the character has like moments punctuated by a quote right like yeah like like re4 or something yeah yeah, like re4 or even like duke nukem like he said stuff but he didn't say stuff that much he said like since you blow up enemy bitchin like that's it he doesn't have like this long so thrown out dialogue where he's talking so much i don't i don't know schwarzenegger quips 
Yeah, just like short, short battle quotes are, are fine to me, but just don't yeah. have the characters have long conversations while I'm playing. Yeah. It, Especially it maybe if it's it, drivel. Yeah, yeah. It, I think mar- part of it is just Marvelitis. I think part of it is... Yeah, maybe Whedon. it is just Marvel. Yeah, Whedon, Marvelitis, because you just see it in Sony games. You see it in... Um, like I, I heard uh, that new Nicolas Cage vampire movie has that kind of just like chattiness. It's just I don't mm. understand why it's everywhere now. It's it, it doesn't make any sense to me, it especially like... in video games because video games are so like action focused. Like you don't need to have somebody talking to you. You know what I mean? It's not like storytelling. <laughs> it's like they're like afraid to let you breathe for like a moment. Like there yeah. can't be even yeah. a moment of downtime. Insecure game designers. Stimulus. Yeah, it's like let the let the like you know moment just have its time for a second. Do you think that because video games have been struggling to be to be seen as art for so long that they're trying to copy film too much instead oh, yeah. of in, definitely instead of games I mean, just like, being their own thing, right? Like lean into the strength of of it being an interactive um, medium, uh, but instead. You're right. They don't. They don't want to give you a moment to your own thoughts. Not at all. That's. It's kind of like what I was saying. Like, RE4, I felt like still did well. Like this, is like a multi-million dollar game, but like it's video gamey as hell. Like in all the best ways. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's not afraid to be. It's not like this is a single shot game, right? This is all one. <laughs> you know. I just feel like there's some that just rubs me wrong. I just feel like it's like you're trying to emulate what you would what you like which i think is fine but like it just feels like i just feel like it's like the wrong approach mm-hmm. it's like doesn't nothing. village have a ton of characters talking to you that's like probably my biggest complaint about that game is characters are constantly yapping I, you at see, you you see you keep saying that and i just yeah, don't know don't what you're know. talking about yeah i don't really feel like <laughs> is it just because like, you guys it skip happens the like a couple times and like like there's gonna be like a villain who monologues uh-huh. at you the first time you see him and that's yeah. kind of it. Ethan doesn't talk that much in that game. No, no, Ethan doesn't talk. Uh, the 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 antagonists speak to you. Not like when they're really like, not that. Like they're not like no. calling you and like having a conversation. It's not like, like Borderlands. Yeah, it's not like oh my god, don't do talk about it, overly. That is oh, like yeah. the most. That's the worst example. That's like the, the most talky, annoying game is Borderlands. <laughs> yeah, Borderlands. 2014 YouTube humor non-stop oh man i think but <laughs> i mean i know people have said i i saw the under the mayo video talking about village having chatty characters and I, I see it but i think i'm more talking about like um a lot of just sony but slash like whatever atomic heart's doing it just seems like it's just constant like there literally isn't any downtime like if you've played yeah. god of war ragnarok even when you're exploring the world, the characters are talking. It's just like, yeah. it, it, it never stops. <laughs> Ever. You, you cannot have a silent boat ride in that game. It's impossible. You've played it, Mike, exactly. It never yeah. ends. <laughs> it just never stops. Oh, God. Yeah, I think there's a big distinction there. I, I Village, they have monologues, but I didn't feel like the momentum of gameplay was filled with constant dialogue. No, I guess not. Um certainly not to the extent that atomic heart i mean atomic heart like that's a game that like 
the script wasn't edited, the gameplay options. There was like nobody was saying no to anybody. They're like, yeah, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, let's put that in there. Every idea that was put on the whiteboard ended up in the final product. Yeah. So. I died multiple times in this tram part where you have to like climb this yellow um, climbable object. And like I died like right afterwards multiple times. I'd like do the climbing part again. The climbing part like sucks. I was just thinking like, man, this is probably some dev. I was like, let's slap this climbing part into the game. It'll be a cool little mechanic. And it just is like, it's just mm. not, it's just like half-assed. I don't know. I don't love it. I, I like stopped playing it yesterday and then played Elden Ring instead. Yeah. So I thought like the story was a fun, like it was kind of like Wolfenstein Russia. It was like if the Russians won World War II and became a superpower <clears throat> rather than the Germans. It's kind won of the, the same Cold War. idea. They like, did, the I, Russians did win World War II. But, but if they won and became like hyper-technical, like, like the same, yeah. just like the same yeah, yeah. kind of... Um, Totally, totally. But I if, just if I we don't wouldn't know. have strangled them in the Cold War uh, financially with yeah. the space race. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not sure if I like I, I, I like the setting. I, I don't like the main character. I don't know what he's trying to be. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if the Russian humor like translated doesn't work. I don't think it works. I don't or I'm not sure. I I, I don't I don't know. I feel I feel confused by it because like I think the music is great. Mick Gordon's music. Some of the combat music is like oh, amazing. Yeah. Like I just yeah. like let the alarms go off so I could just keep hearing the music for longer. That's my favorite part of the game. Was so the music's good. The music. But also I feel the kind of uh, bad that Mick Gordon like got stuck on like another controversial project. It was like damn, yeah. that sucks. Like it's too bad because uh, I mean obviously he's a masterful composer. Mm-hmm. Really cool electronic music in this game. But yeah, I thought also the use of Russian pop songs was pretty good like I, I thought that set the tone in an interesting way um like old soviet union pop songs uh but yeah i don't know it's a weird game i don't know it's just like it, it's like such a it's both very derivative but also very original at the same time so it's kind of a strange product it's it's really ape and bioshock oh yeah like pretty hard i mean it there's a lot of like cool original art design and, and, and animation but like i don't feel, i just don't I don't know. I don't love how it plays. I just I'm not I'm not loving it. Yeah. So. All right. You know what you should play instead is uh, Prey. You know what I mean? Prey. <laughs> yeah. Prey. Uh, you should play play Prey Moon Crash. I think honestly. Nah. I, that shit's likes. so good. If I'm gonna play Rogue. I'll play Returnal. The only Rogue for me. And Vampire yeah. Survivors. The only two Rogue for me. Uh, and oh, of man. course, Deathloop, like the best no. one. <laughs> the best one. That's that's the, that's the bad example. <laughs> but before we move to topic of the week, I do want to say sometimes I'll pop in and see like how people are ranking the best games of the generation so far, and I always see Deathloop in like the top ten, and I feel like someone's gaslighting me. Like, wait, what? Where do you see this? I think yeah. it was on IGN's. IGN had it in their top ten of the of the generation, and uh, huh. and what uh, was number one? Elden Ring. Probably El- Yeah, it was Elden Ring. Yeah, but it, but I felt like I was being they, they were <laughs> the website was just gaslighting me into liking that game. I'm like, there's no way. Hmm. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that's interesting. Uh, Generation's got a lot of time left, but that's that is a little weird that they would put that. But they did give that game a ten out of ten, so maybe they're they're using like literal like review metrics to to make their list. Like oh, anything maybe. Made a ten has to be. Uh, has IGN to be is so like amorphous at this point that I don't even know like who runs that company. 
just like, mm. uh, do you guys think that Elden Ring is just gonna be the game of the generation by the end of it? Yeah, so. I hope so. Yeah, unless yeah. something releases that like is as revolutionary in you know this generation as like Dark Souls was. Maybe in... Armor Core Six. <laughs> More than Elden Ring, I don't think so. Uh, I'd be shocked. There's no way. No, I, I'm just <laughs> soft get joke. Yeah. No, it'd have to be something like totally unexpected. Like it'd have to be like a, a, a revolutionary game. You know, I think. Could happen. Because because Elden Ring isn't really a revolutionary game, but it's like a it's like a refinement of like you know decades of open world design from soft stuff. But uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, all right. Who wants to just describe this topic of the week? Uh, I can I can describe it because I came up with it. Okay, oh, tell so, us tell us the pitch. Sounds good. So you're to blame. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's your fault. Um, I was playing RE3 remake, and I was like, man, this is a good game. And I was like, you know, <laughs> whether this game is accurate to re3 or not which is my initial complaint with it way back when like it doesn't really matter because it's just a great game like you talk about remakes like oh well it's re4 or whatever the game is like but well actually it's a new game right because it's a new game it's a remake of an old game so it should be somewhat of a new game or at least mostly of a new game so we decided that we wanted to talk about our top uh remakes um and what that means the 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 lines here that we're drawing are either contains a new renderer, containing usually new assets, hopefully, or a substantial gameplay change. Um, well, and right. Do you think can you well, think of any games that they didn't change the 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 assets, but they changed the mechanics? Wait, 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 wait! That they didn't change the assets, but they changed the mechanics? Yeah. Game that they so the game like, that they that they kept the old assets, but they changed the game mechanics. Yeah, is there examples like that? I can't think of any off the top of my head, but. Um, I can think of. No, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay, like so, it, it can't but be a re-release. I guess it's not like DualShock version counts as a remake, right? Of. Right, it has to have new assets and probably new game or or new gameplay. Okay. Really. Okay. It, like like a concerted remake effort had to have gone underway. Yeah. Yeah. So then here's a question. Tell me what you think, uh, and maybe maybe you don't know. So. The uh, Metroid Prime remaster is what they call it. Runs off the same engine, but includes new artwork, but is fundamentally using the same code of the original GameCube releases. Does that count by our metric or not? I'm not. I'm a little. I feel like that's such a a close wobbler that it's hard to say. It's hard to say because there's a lot of close wobblers. I think like um, Mike mentioned Quake, and I'm like, you know, that's that is almost a remake like it has new assets it still plays mm. the same but it's yeah. a new engine it has new it has new assets like a lot of new stuff so i don't Quite i don't know with that i feel like that's a remaster but um, i feel like that's a remaster too um well i, feel I guess like it depends yeah if I you're know, doing it's... if you're doing a top five and you're like fighting for these to be in our group top five you should be able to justify why they're great remakes and why they should be in the collective top five so, like, if you really think a remaster is the number one remake of all time and you have a really strong case for it, then I guess right. it might as well be in your top five. Okay. I think fundamentally, like, a remake-ass remake would be, like, something that really <clears throat> changes the game a lot. 
like it's like a whole new lens, like a whole new perspective on on a piece on a work rather than like a technological upgrade. But that would really be like only a couple games. Yeah. So let's I think, think yeah. Like to me, one of the things that I thought of is does it does it span multiple console generations, right? Like was it was it released on on one generation and now runs on the current one, right? Um, and that's why I I was sort of like trying to vie for Dark Souls One Remaster because because mm. because I know that, that that was that was really on the fence. Um, I left it out of my okay. top five because uh, right. I felt at the end of the day maybe it didn't. But one of the things that I thought of is like, well, it it was now able to run on an entire new generation of consoles versus yeah. the the what 360 and playstation 3 era and they fixed the feet so i mean it's 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 like they a better feet, better art 60 frames per second networking uh co-op worked but anyway. they nerfed twinks i mean all, my my level one character is completely useless uh not that it, you transferred over or anything but i actually had a hard time with this list even though it was my idea i realized that um there was as many remakes that were really I, high quality as i thought <laughs> unless you like nintendo games Unless like Nintendo games, then there's yeah. a lot. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. So why don't we? Did I, did you guys make actual lists, or are we just gonna make like I did. a big? Okay. I, 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 I have a top five. Yeah. I, I could I could formulate a top five, but I, it's it's kind of it's a little it's a little loose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, like I, I only did one per franchise. I don't know if everyone else okay. did that. So let's talk about that. Otherwise, we have to stick to the one per franchise. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, because so yeah, like that's I uh, okay, okay. I I I actually had I was unsure if I should have two entries from a franchise or not since there is a particular list. Do do whatever you want. Yeah, I think you should do what you want. I didn't do it, but I my my top has number one of three titles in it for that. Yeah, I'm kind of in the my number one is could be seen as a three way tie, but I'm not gonna yeah. do that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I'm gonna be an outlier on this. On this, I like this. I like this. Good. I need some outliers. Uh, I might be an outlier too, more than more than one would expect, but maybe not. Um, probably not as much as you, Mike. I think you're gonna bring some. You're gonna bring some originality. Should uh, we? Do you want to just do it where we all drop our top fives like one by one? Like what? What are you thinking is the best way to do this? Because uh, for game like of the year, go. we just did our top tens and then we discussed. Yeah, um, yeah. What? What do you guys, Kevin? Why don't you tell us your fifth, your fifth pick? My number five is Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Ooh, really? Um, I'm not yeah. even sure actually, I like it. Actually, so, a bad remake. <laughs> so it is a bad remake. But I also like it at the same time. Like, I like that they, like, kind of botched a lot of, like, it's, like, this weird, it's just, it's just such a weird work. It like, is. that's the kind of thing that will never happen again. Like, that game. Yeah. Like, that is, like, it's, like, we're going to port Metal Gear Solid 1 to Metal Gear Solid 2, have the gameplay be Metal Gear Solid 2, but, like, it's not entirely balanced Metal Gear Solid 2, have these really over-the-top bad action cutscenes, re- redo all the voice acting, but, like, it all still works. Like, it's all somehow still works even though it's like a messy game and kind of like a bad remake and like unnecessary i still kind of like it i I like that it exists and it's just such a bizarre game so number five okay huh uh mike you want to go yeah my number five is wonder boy three 
What? Oh, nice. wow. My lizard cube. <laughs> the lizard cube, man. Those guys are some of the best What is Wonder Boy, Wonder Boy 3? So, Wonder Boy 3 <laughs> was originally a, uh, I think it was Sega Master System. Yeah. Right? Um, I, I had a Sega. Like, I was one of those weird Sega kids. Uh, everyone I knew had a Nintendo but me. Um, Master System, not Genesis. Correct. Wow. Okay. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the Wonder Boy series I liked, and Wonder Boy 3 I especially liked. I played it a lot. And I didn't even hear about this remake. Uh, and this was fa- fairly recent. I just happened to notice it was free on the uh, Epic Game Store. Mm. Hmm. And so I got it, and it looks beautiful. Like, they they completely revived um, that kind of 8-bit console era. Uh, and you can still toggle back and forth, which I think is always like a cool remake thing to do. So you can yeah. like, flip, flip back and forth. Um, but I, it, it just, it, it looks beautiful. It's not, it's not pixel art anymore. It's like hand painted characters and artwork. It's, it, it looks great. And, and it plays exactly how I remember it playing. And I think like I was still able to replay it without looking up guides or anything. I just, I, I remembered it uh, way back uh, when it first came out. Wow, that's that's impressive. I don't think I could do that to Newtopia, which would be like a similarly far back <laughs> experience. <laughs> Maybe I could, who knows. Uh, Oren? Yeah, for my number five, um, this is probably the one that's the hardest to justify as a mm. remake. It's more, it's closer to a remaster, which is why it's number five on the list, but um, Near Replicant, uh, which I think is a really... Great remaster, kind of close to remake of Nier, um, you know, the uh, predecessor to Nier Automata. Uh, has a really great story. They refined some of the movement from the original Nier so it plays better. And it has like a nice visual upgrade. Um, so that's why I'm going for my number five, Nier Replicant. Play that cool. right now. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So really good story, man. You're, you're in for a ride, man. <laughs> nice. Really good the music stuff. to you. The music is like uh, oh, that's what I've heard. The music's so, really good. Yeah, hmm. yeah, my composer. Um, so I I feel like I just I just wrote a check that my my ass can't catch. My my list is actually going to be terribly derivative. But uh, number five is is I I again I feel like all of us have some or many of us are expressing some hesitancy for our fifth pick. But it's Demon Souls remake. Even though I think it is fundamentally a worse version than mm-hmm. the 360 original. Um, I just think that the fact that FromSoft games are being rescued by somebody else uh, off of platforms that are hard to get a hold of and that hopefully someday this comes to PC and, and basically can be available forever to everybody uh, is is a good thing. And uh, I think even though there's some stylistic decisions that we've bemoaned many times in the history of this podcast, I still think it looks good, plays well. And it's a good game, so I, I have Demon Souls. I am glad we still can play the original through emulation. That, yeah, yeah. That at least makes me happy. Um, I would, I would love to play the Demon Souls remake. Uh, if I, if I had a PS5 or it was already out on PC, I'm sure this would have definitely made my list. But um, I played it; it did not make my list, but yeah. I do like it. <laughs> All right. Kevin, number four. Uh, number four for me is um, another surprising one. Halo 2 Anniversary. 
Um, oh. I thought that 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 the asset Good change. Choice. Okay, so I I as Aaron knows um, hated Halo Two, and still do. No, I don't hate it, but it was a, it was a huge disappointment for me um, for a lot of reasons. I, I'm not gonna get into. But basically, I felt like Halo Two Anniversary's new rendering engine, new assets, unlike Halo One, was a huge upgrade. Like in every yeah. possible way, they fixed what was a very ugly Xbox game. Um, the sound effects are way better for the guns. Like it made the game feel playable. And it's funny how just a fresh cut of paint, new sound effects, new animations, new assets made the game go from feeling like a crappy Xbox game to a very playable modern one. So I have to say that's a, that's a good job in a remake. And just like uh, Wonder Boy, you can flip back and forth and look at the old crappy poop graphics. Or you can look at the nice, fancy uh, new Xbox One graphics from Master Chief Collection. So uh, good stuff. Um, I think Halo 2 on Xbox looked a lot worse than Halo 1 on xbox so yeah yay yay for the uh to uh 343 they did a great job master chief collection just not halo infinite good job guys Hmm. Hmm. okay i think it's you see the the brady bunching that i'm doing mike i'm I'm brady (laughs) bunching you uh i don't i don't line up that way on my discord (laughs) yeah for me he's down here oh yeah really you think they would do this consistently for everybody but uh Uh, that's weird Anyway, my number four is Gabriel Knight, Sins of the Father. Oh, my God. Uh, again, uh, <laughs> lifelong PC gamer here. Uh, yeah, it's an adventure I, game? Yeah, it's a okay. CR adventure game. So it came out like in 93, I think. Uh, I think it was the first game Jane Jensen had written and made. And for like a southern gothic horror, it's like to me, it's fantastic. Awesome. It, cool. has, it has some great famous actors doing the voiceover work. Um, I think that that era of Sierra games uh, is the best, uh, the 2D artwork era. Um, I thought everything became really unplayable once they tried to jump to 3D. Well, actually, FMV, because that was like the next horrible phase. And then uh, very, very primitive 3D engines. Uh, I think the, the, the spirit was gone, unfortunately. So there was a remaster. It's on Steam. Uh, my son bought it for me for my birthday last year i thought it was really sweet nice. um and it's beautiful it's it, it, it it's not i mean it's it's definitely a fresh coat of paint but uh the graphics look great it's all it, it's still sort of 2d animation i'm sure there's like a lot of 3d assets that were used though uh i hope someone redoes gabriel knight 2 and 3 uh because again those are so unplayable due to the fmv kind of direction that they went uh it's it's kind of too clunky and terrible but yeah, that's my number four. I was uh, I was laughing because uh, Aaron's reactions uh, were just funny. So uh, apologies, Mike. Aaron makes no, me okay. laugh. <laughs> Aaron makes me laugh. He's just like, oh my god. Well, I'm just like, I've never even heard of this game. No, <laughs> Mike's Mike's bringing the, the the true heavy hitters. I I appreciate it. These are these are the deep cuts. These are the deep cuts. Yes, this is not I, I just Resident it. Evil it was... One remake, Resident Evil Two remake, Resident Evil Three remake. Um, <laughs> just wait, just wait, just wait. Get there. Okay. <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, Yakuza Kiwami Two. Nice, um, ah, nice, nice. I think this is actually my favorite Yakuza game. I think I because one of my biggest criticisms with Yakuza is that they're just like way too long. <laughs> like, like they're all so fucking long. And Yakuza Kiwami 2, I think, is the only one that I felt like, because it was a remake of a PS2 game, 
it felt like it had like a really well paced story that ends at, at a certain point um it, it has some things i don't like about it like it has like some kind of weird xen- xenophobia in um some of its storytelling but overall i thought it was a really good remake and probably my personal favorite yakuza game so uh kiwami 2 all right uh that's cool I- i'm glad that one of those made the list because i understand that those are pretty pretty high quality remakes uh my number four is tactics ogre reborn which made my oh, top choice top 10 last year it is a remake or it's either a remaster of a remake or a remake of a remake but uh this is this is a modern made version of a super nintendo game it's like one of the best tactical uh jrpgs of all time super good you can play it on switch you can play it on pc you can play it on everything uh it rocks Awesome. I guess um, Kevin's number three. So my number three is Demon Souls. Um, I didn't play enough of it to really rate it higher. I might have rated it higher if I had played more of it, but um, I really liked what I had played of it. While I agree with everything that Aaron said completely, especially about the art direction, I think that they honestly, I don't want to say butchered it, that's a little harsh, but they, they definitely took a direction I didn't prefer. Um, from a just fan of FromSoft, seeing their game design and, and, and world do like this new technological lens and uh, reanimate it. Was just, it's just a really cool novel thing that um, I really appreciate and I think that when it finally comes to PC which I've been talking about probably with everyone who knows me forever and is probably really annoyed about it um, it'll be the game that uh, it'll be the, 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 the proper PC port from soft port that we've all been wanting so I, I'm just very excited about the prospect of it coming to PC, and I liked what I played. And even though I'm sad that the original game um, is somewhat lost, it still does exist in emulation, um, and I've been playing it also <laughs> in emulation, mm. and it plays really well in emulation. So um, I think it's just a it's just a really cool project that I'm glad that like Sony did not have to make this game, and it's a, it's definitely like a niche audience game. I think even still. Even after Bloodborne and everything, I think Demon Souls is like a particularly niche game. So remaking it's just a really cool thing. So, yeah. Hmm. We got Mike's number three now. All right, my number three, and I want to preface that this is a completely unbiased number three. I am no way paid for this statement. Uh, <laughs> yep. uh. My number three is Diablo <laughs> 2 Resurrected. Uh, I, I really like the Diablo franchise. Uh, like I played one and two when they first came out. Um, like Blizzard's cutscenes got me into uh, computer animation, and hmm. I don't do that, but it's one of those things that like I really like to read about and watch things on. So uh, it was it, it was very informative to me. Um, Diablo three, I did not like. Uh, I did not like the art direction. I did not like. Uh, uh, a lot of the mechanics and being able to kind of be a part of the release of Diablo 2 Resurrected was kind of like a special moment for me so uh, I like it I think they did a great job on it um, it has the grittiness and and the, uh, the, the 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 dark medieval horror fantasy kind of vibe and you could press a button and go back to the old sprites mm. so again kind of like a requisite if if you're gonna do a remake of an earlier era game. It's a really cool feature. Yeah, I think that I wish that was in like every remake. Obviously, it's not possible in many of them, but it's it is 
really cool. Yeah. Boring. Hmm. I'm gonna. I'm oh gonna my keep gosh! Doing this turn. even though it's not. It's not lining up. Wait, no, it's working. He, see, he he. <laughs> Um, my number three is the Dead Space remake, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty much pretty close to perfect. Um, I don't really know what to say about it other than that I love that they expanded upon the story and added a couple of more twists that really made it a memorable story. And I love how they made the combat more diverse so you're not just using the plasma cutter all the time and um i loved what they did with the zero gravity segments uh it's definitely one of the best games of this year and it's also one of the best remakes of all time so the dead space remake is my number three yeah uh is it am i up now i Uh, think so yeah okay so number three uh, counter-strike global offensive best remake no i'm kidding uh uh, black mesa (laughs) Right is uh oh, good is it, because it's it started as a fan made mod that Valve sort of like you know legitimized and and gave them like their blessing and it's it's a really good it's a mix up it's like a true remake and that it's not a one for one retelling of uh, the original Half Life game so it sort of complement it complements the original game you can still go back and play that and get that experience or you can get this new one. And it fixes the the worst part of Half Life, which is Zen, which is just a absolutely trash fest of, of an ending of the game. And they they remade it and did all kinds of neat stuff. So it's uh, it's I don't know. It's kind of like one of the coolest things because it starts as a fan project, and then and you know is given Valve's blessing, and and they were so successful. It, it, and it was such a long time. It was this thing that for years I was like, this is vaporware. This is never going to happen. And now yeah. here it is. It was it was like a decade, right? I mean, it yeah. it, it, it took yeah. so long. That yeah. was my number six. It didn't it didn't mm. quite make my top five, but also I haven't played all the way to Zen to see mm. how they fixed it. So that that was my thing too. It, it it almost made my list, but I realized I never actually finished it, so I felt weird yeah. including it. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> despite despite being very high quality, right. Also, I played Half Life One so much. Yeah. That yeah. I, I don't know if I can play it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I do hear that. Yeah, I get that. Number two. So my number two is the Dead Space remake. Um, Let's go. Pretty inevitable. Um, Orin pretty much covered everything. Um, I think it's pretty much like better than the original. I think like uh, in like mo- almost every respect. Um, the Metroidvania element in particular, I think, is just amazing. And the AI director, I think those two elements are obviously built hand in hand, and they complement each other really well. And it's a really just a cool feature for this game. So, I think um, I I always want to like give this game the proper shout out because it came out in a time when the bit the big the biggest hitter of of, uh, of remakes and horror are coming out in the same year. So I, I just want to be like, yeah, Dead Space remakes, awesome. It's a great game. One of the best remakes. Hell yeah. Uh, my number two is Resident Evil 4. Yeah, let's go. I mean, I don't know. We've, we've collectively, the Royal We here have uh, spoken a lot about that game. Uh, again, I just finished it last night, and it was, it was beautiful. It's a work of art. Totally. 
Oh my gosh, is it my turn? Orin? Yeah, Orin. What's going on, man? Um, Leaving us hanging. I, I'm just... Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with a contentious one um, on this podcast, but I really loved it when I played it. Uh, the Final Fantasy VII Remake is my number two. And the reason why I love it is because it is so subversive. It just makes so many choices that even a layman might like myself, I was just... Like, I was going into that game expecting one thing, and I was like, I can't believe they're making this decision. <laughs> and that happened so many times when I was playing it. It was like um, something akin to watching, like, The Last Jedi or something, but, like, you're completely on its wavelength, you know? And uh, I just, uh, it's for, not going to be for everybody. I'm, a lot of people do not like the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I, I found it very thrilling, especially since there are so many remakes that are faithful. This one is faithful, but it, uh, it takes some big swings that I thought were very inspired. So my number two is the Final Fantasy VII remake. Nice, nice. Yeah, a lot of people like that game. I mean, Kevin Johnson really liked it, if I recall correctly, former Jump Crouch alum. Um, yeah. So my number two is the Dead Space remake, which, full disclosure, I have not finished, mostly just because I just played Dead Space, but everything I know about it and everything I've experienced of it, it's like, how do you take a game that's basically perfect and improve upon it? Well, uh, oh, you, you, you open it up a little. You give it a little room to breathe. You give uh, people a little more things to do. Like, I just think that, like, I always... I always wanted a version of the Ishimura that was just non-linear and open for full exploration. And so they did that while retaining everything that made the original game great. Pretty, totally. pretty fucking good remake for me. Boring pick, but, but you know, it's, it's yeah. Essential. I think Dead Space remake is going to be in our site top five. I'm pretty sure <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> so, All right, Kevin, um, let's hear your bullshit. Let's go. Let's my go. number, my number one is probably not expected, but it's also probably expected. Is Resident Evil Two remake? Uh, <laughs> interesting. Um, yeah. And here's yeah. why: um, RE4 and RE1 remakes are both obviously top tier, and all all three of these <laughs> games are greatest of all time for me, right? But the reason I picked RE2 is because I think it's the biggest as a remake deviation from the original while still feeling like the original. Like, at the yeah. perspective and everything, it was a fixed camera angle game, and, they, and they, they managed to make it a 3D game and still managed to hit all of the key points, all the key encounters, um, make it feel... They managed to, uh, as they described, make a giant alligator attack you in the sewers, and it seemed believable. As silly as that is, like, it, it's, they managed to make that work in high-fidelity graphics, right? So I think that, as a remake, I think that that game is doesn't... You can't beat it. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I see that argument. Hell yeah! All right, so it's time for my number one, and you guys may all laugh at this, uh, but it's Quest for Glory. So you want to be a hero? Um, the original Quest for Glory was a CGA game, right? So the jump from CGA to this VGA remake was like life-altering. Full two fifty-six colors. Um, it also transitioned from the old uh, like Sierra command line game where like you would type in your prompt, pick up Apple, uh, eat Apple, uh, to the point and click style. And so again, this was this was very um, innovative at the time. Uh, the Quest for Glory series is probably my favorite uh, Sierra adventure game series. Uh, I've played all of them. 
they allow you to uh, save your character and bring it over to the next game. So if you were like one class mm -hmm. in the first game, the next game you get to import your save and now you're a paladin, right? You keep all your stats. That's awesome. Uh, I, it was it, it was it was really cool. It had a lot of humor. Uh, it had you know some primitive uh, combat, but it's literally a game that I've played dozens of times in my in my life, and that's actually like like what I'm so happy about is the fact that I can continue to to, to play these now. Like I have, I think I have the collector's uh, edition on Steam. I've had it on GOG before. I used to have like the floppy disks. Uh, it has a Baba Yaga, and it, uh, she's always like this recurring character throughout the series. And I, there's just something about like, like Eastern European kind of folklore characters that I've always really enjoyed. So I don't know. It's 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 one of my favorite adventure games ever. Uh, so that's why it's my number one. Nice, cool. That's that is that's awesome. Um, I'm looking at the screenshots. I, it's uh, it's got some nostalgic vibrancy to those those colors. Oh boy, it does. I love how Mike, you're bringing a lot of the uh, adventure games into this conversation because we're I don't really play them to be honest. So I appreciate well, so the variety. When I was when I was talking with Kevin this week, because like this was a very frustrating list for me to make, mm -hmm. um, because I think on the PC side of things we tend to get like remasters in a sense, right? right. Or, or releases, like, yeah. Or the community uh, will yeah. like make up their oh, own mods and, 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 and texture packs. Like like System Shock 2 had this one particular uh, dev, Cyberblutch, who I think went to go work for Arcane eventually. Um, the the System Shock 2 Rebirth mod completely revitalized that that, that game. Um, and I think that's just, that's just part of PC gaming. Mm -hmm. uh, so getting a remake, I think, is few and far between, whereas I feel like console games kind of tend to get those a little bit more frequently. Yeah. Yeah, especially with franchises that are so you know beloved, like Final Fantasy and Resident Evil. But yeah, that's why it was it was difficult for me to come up with an actual remake versus a remaster list. But um, these are what I came up with. Huh. Very nice. My number one. I was bouncing be between three games. Those three games mm. are Resident Evil Remake, Resident Evil Two Remake, and Resident Evil Four Remake. And I was going to go with Resident Evil 2 Remake for the reasons Kevin was saying. and then I was, But then I was like, I should do the original Resident Evil Remake because that was like the first great remake that really popularized the whole remake thing that we've been seeing for the past 20 years um, in spurts, but intermittently. But uh, I'm going to go with the Resident Evil 4 Remake as my number one pick. And it could be recency bias talking, but... Mm. I've been thinking about it, and I think what I the reason why I love the Resident Evil 4 remake so much is because it feels like they took the original Resident Evil 4 as kind of a launching pad to make the ultimate third person action shooter in 2023. And I see not just influences from the Resident Evil 4 remake, but it seems like they're taking from every single third person action game that even were inspired by the original Resident Evil 4 and applying all of that into this remake and that's why I just love it so much there's something there's like an x factor to it it's so compulsively playable like I just I I just want to keep playing it like other third person shooters just don't feel as good to play anymore because of the Resident Evil 4 remake it just 
it's my favorite remake at this moment because it just is it's just so goddamn addicting and so refined Mm -hmm. and um the resident evil 2 remake and the first resident evil remake like once i beat those games or played them a couple times i was like okay i'm good i I don't need to play play resident evil 2 like seven times but yeah i could go back and look at our text history from 2018 and and i did but like i never felt uh the the uh, pull to keep playing it in the way that the Resident yeah. Evil Four remake it's just that like the gun Resident Evil Four so is a good. more replayable game like no question it's a more fun yeah. game it's, it's just more fun friend. that's really yeah. that's really the key to it like Resident Evil Four remake just has a fun factor to it that mm-hmm. I think supersedes the first remake or the second remake like the second yeah. remake when I go back and replay it I'm like I love Mr X but I kind of don't want to do the Mr X segments you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and and the first one like i love the first one but like after like you've kind of solved a lot of the puzzles it kind of like loses its luster a little bit like for sure. a remake like it just feels just as magical playing it on new game plus with the chicago sweeper and uh, i i just love it it's just i can't stop playing it so i'm gonna i'm fighting for it that's gonna be my number all right. one all right that's interesting uh i think i'm gonna surprise no one with my pick being the the original remake um I, I thought a lot about this. I do think that, like, so, okay, I look at Resident Evil 3, like, that's a good game, but a bad remake, right? It doesn't really honor the source material super well because it takes out some of the people's favorite parts, but it's a good game. Um, Resident Evil 4 remake is is also a good game and does a really good job honoring the source material, but, like, maybe it doesn't improve upon it that dramatically, uh, although... That said, I, I have no desire to play the original Resident Evil 4, so maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm not being totally fair, but Resident Evil 2, like Kevin said, really took like tra- is like a is like an adaptation. It's a translation of one type of game to another that's really successful. So part of me almost wants to pick that, but the reason that I I think I have to go with remake is because A playing that game and I didn't even play that game in 2002 when it came out but I was watching I was I was consuming video game media so I knew how graphically incredible it was but I played it pretty immediately after playing Resident Evil 4 in 2005 um, and it and I liked it more than I was like and I thought it was more visually impressive and more just like I don't know that like if you look at the difference between that game and Resident Evil 1 and part of this is just technology at the time but like that game still holds up in a way that like Crisis still holds up today like like that game just had such such a like, like they just did everything right and also they kept every single piece of the original game and just like artfully added to it like it wasn't like there wasn't subtraction or changes it was like we're going to keep everything from the original game and just add stuff that that complements it and makes it even better um so i don't know i could i could wobble to 2 pretty easily because 2 like i said it is an adaptation in a way that we don't really see in these sort of things and like justifies itself in that way. But, um, yeah, now I'm I'm ranting a little bit, but I I don't know. Remake for me is just like the ultimate. Well, well, believe it or not to remake would probably be my third choice. I know that sounds crazy. I I was really just between four remake and the original remake for all the reasons you were saying. I think the fact that the original remake still feels like a new game, it's just insane, right? Like going back and playing it, it just looks spectacular. And at the time, it looked spectacular. And its puzzle design is still pretty much unmatched. And yeah. it's still fucking totally. terrifying. Like, 
It's mm-hmm. And it still is one of the most iconic like locations in video game history that that has often been tried to replicate and never really done. Mm-hmm. Um, For sure. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I really like Resident Evil Four, but like, it feels a little safe at times. Is maybe my only my only knock against it. Not that it's not like it is basically a perfect remake because it basically improves on things I didn't like about the original game, but like it doesn't up the ante in any way that's super significant. I don't know. Maybe it's hard to say. I think for me, it's just gameplay feel and fun factor. Like, I mean, they just, yeah, it's just, it just has an X factor. Like they did something with the remake. That's like lightning in a bottle. Like, I just don't Mm. know how they did it. Uh, (laughs) It's just, I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, fuck the Resident Evil remakes, just like what a project, right? The first, second and fourth remake, especially like Capcom's the best at it. As Kevin said, last podcast, (laughs) it's funny because like I I came up with this idea for this and then I was like, wait a minute, we're only going to do one game per franchise, aren't we? This is going to be a really tough list now. Like shit. Because, I mean, I can't just say Resident Evil, Resident Evil, Resident Evil, right? It has to be other uh, stuff. No, I know. I know. It's uh, And now what do we do that we've all, we've all like... Well, first I'm going to copy and paste my list so you guys can at least see my list. And the, uh... I'm going to make my uh, my font size, like, really small just to be funny. So, like, my number one was RE2 or RE. <laughs> right. Uh, like, <laughs> I couldn't quite decide. But I, I, I felt like RE2 for me was the right for for Kevin. I mean, do we have to for the site top 5 does it have to be like one per franchise? Do you guys really feel that way? <laughs> yes, yes, we cuz come on, Mike didn't well actually Mike did ban for Resident Evil game. But um no, come on. <laughs> we could, it cannot we could make a we could make a ranking of uh of Resident Evil games another time if you want to. It, that would well, be uh a true knife fight, but um, well, I feel like Resident <laughs> Evil's gonna be number one. Like, there's no way it's not, right? Re- so the original, any Resident Evil. So should we just oh, like yeah. put block that off as its own like Resident Evil's question mark, and then figure out the other four first? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Uh, wait, hold on, Orin. I think you just. Oh, I just did it in your. Um, I'm sorry. So you want to be a hero? Gotcha. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, so top five. I'm just going to put Resident Evil de facto because, like, there's just no way it's not going to be number one. Um, and then uh, what are the contenders? Um, te- dead. I'll just do, like, a list of dead contenders. Uh, and Demon's Souls, I think we're on two different lists, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, dead Space. Three, dead Space was on three different lists. Um, okay, so Dead Space, dead space is, is a lock for number two. Yeah. yeah, Dead Space remake um, is number two, I think. Yeah, I feel like like, so you want to be a hero has got to be a lock for number three, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, that's your, if that's your number one, definitely. I think uh, yeah. I think yeah. The the one weight gives it some some potency. So so you is that what it's called? So you want to be a hero? Uh, it's Quest oh, it's, for Glory one. Yeah, Quest that's, for Glory. So you want to be heroes? The uh, and then the rest of them are gonna have to have arguments about. <laughs> Um. Oh man, this is uh. So this is why we can't possibly have two Resident Evil games on this list. Yeah, it's too many games. Um. I'm t- so if you look at I, the other list, like what would you put in if it wasn't your own? 
what would you put it that's from the other lists and then we can be like okay I, and then like vote um, I'm trying to think actually it's kind of tough I just wish I had more of an, an opportunity to play some of these right mm. like I, I didn't get to play Demon Souls um, I did play Dead Space at Kevin's place for I don't know 20 minutes if that mm. and I I thought it was great but um, I also just think stock Dead Space was fantastic yeah, yeah no it is it is um, I feel like like near um, replicant could be strongly considered because that's just mm. a great series. Yeah. Even though I, I haven't played replicant, I played Automata, and that was fantastic. I, I uh, love near replicant, but I feel like it's not enough of a remake to make it. Come Ooh. on, guys! Mail your twin snakes. No. I actually like. Uh, I was actually no. kind of eyeing Halo Two Anniversary. I, yeah, I thought that's that a good was. One. I thought that was a good choice. It's like a. Uh, it's like I, a. It's like a remake that that like fixes a bad game. Does it fix it or does it just make it look better? It makes it feel better because the gun sounds aren't shit and the uh. and the gun it, like assets aren't shit and the environments aren't shit. Like it fixes because that game was so rushed, right? It was. It was. Just, yeah. It wasn't complete. Um, it fixes a game that that. I think is heavily flawed. It had it had a fine multiplayer, and I know everyone loves Xbox Live, and I, I understand that. And no no knock there, but the single player game had some serious problems. Um, it's terrible. Other than the, like high quality story cutscenes, which everyone loves. Oh, those are so high quality. What a everyone story loves too. Everyone loves what a that. story. Like, oh, the armor yeah. parts and all that. Like I I know that's cool, but like. Is it? I'm I'm kind of just being it's sarcastic. It's fun to play on Legendary. Oh. That game on Legendary Co-op is very fun. It's like extremely but, tense because you die like in one hit. Uh, hmm. You like call out enemies it's like that level of intensity yeah interesting uh who's who's man in the guns here oren you're so well, good at man like orange drive orange driving yeah orange well, driving i'm gonna i'm gonna say from kevin's list we should consider halo 2 anniversary and demon souls i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna say those are gonna be contenders all right mm-hmm. and uh from my list i'm gonna I'm gonna volunteer Final Fantasy seven seven, and uh, what what's from Aaron's list? Demon Souls Tactics Ogre Reborn. Should we do Black Mesa? What do you guys think of Black Mesa? As yeah, a I should put it in a contender. Yeah, Black I like Mesa. Black Mesa um, yeah. a lot, and I I like Tactics Ogre Reborn a lot. But I know I'm the only person who's played that, so yeah, that's kind of what, um. what I was thinking, and and. Uh, <clears throat> From Mike's list, I don't know. I, I've never played Diablo two, so I can't really. Sp- I can't actually speak to any of them except Resident Evil four. I played it a little bit with Mike, actually. Oh, that's right. Huh. Now I should also say Diablo two is exceptional because they lost the source code. All right, I'll, I'll put Diablo two re- resurrected then. So we got. These are our contenders. Let me know if I miss. I'm not gonna put Metal Gear Twin Snakes because uh, I mean I like that game, but they fucked know. up the cutscenes, man. They took they some the coolest <laughs> cutscenes. They, they fucked up the music, but I like don't, I don't know. We should include. <laughs> no, I shouldn't include it. Um, but so it, it's just uh, such yeah. a weird game. I had to. I had to. It I had to no, it put is. it in there. It's just. It's from that era of like it's Nintendo's just, yeah. like let's remake the games that we didn't get. Because nobody made Nintendo sixty four games, so let's put them on yeah. GameCube. Yeah, and Most make Silicon them differently. Knights do it. Yeah, the guys from Eternal yeah. Darkness will make this game. Yeah, it's just uh, so strange. But anyway, the contenders are. Let me know if I missed any that you feel passionately about. Demon Souls remake, Halo two anniversary, Final Fantasy seven remake, Black Mesa, Diablo two. Those are the contenders for four and five. Um, 
for me, Demon Souls is four. That's my vote. You see, you see, I'm going to push back and say that I wasn't that crazy about Demon Souls remake. I thought it was very impressive, and uh, it's a great showcase for the PS5, but I do think they kind of compromised the art style. Like, it just doesn't feel like, I don't know, it felt like a couple steps back, one step forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think well, it's two steps forward, one step back, but, like, it's... It's not. It does mostly capture the feel of Demon Souls. There's just some notable, b- bigger than nitpicks, but not. It quite has the like twin snakes thing. It's like they like butchered some of the things, but it's mm. also like kind of this weird perspective on it that I also like about it. Like, it's, like, it's like it's like wrong, but it's like eh, this is still kind of like cool. It, it doesn't feel like the Demon Souls as you remembered it. Like yeah, it doesn't have that not. quality. Yeah, it, it's, or, it but definitely... parts of it do. Like, like most of it does. Maybe just like parts of it don't. I don't know. Well, here's another think- argument um, against Demon Souls, and we can include it in our top five, but I'm just going to have my two cents on it. Um, I think I'm not the biggest fan of Blue Point's philosophy towards remakes because I think they are too faithful, if that makes sense. Like, I played the Shadow of the Colossus remake, and it's cool, it looks amazing. But as you're playing it, you're like, oh, why didn't they, like, fix some of the weird gameplay stuff? Like, why does the movement mm. still feel like a PS2 game? Like, And that's how Demon Souls Remake is, too. It's like, why is the combat way worse than Elden Ring? Like, way worse? Oh, it's not. It's not. <laughs> it, like, that's just goofy. You're just being a shit talker. They actually did it's fix true. some of this stuff because you had eight-directional <laughs> movement on the original game, and they made yeah. omnidirectional movement. Well, um, sure. And they- like, omnidirectional <clears throat> movement, but, like, Dark Souls 3's combat it feels so much better than Demon Souls. Like, but that's right. like, that's the goofiest thing in the world. That's like saying, why don't they remake Metal Gear Solid with Metal Gear Solid 2's plot? Well, like I mean, the Resident Evil games, right? Like Resident Evil 2 yeah. remake has way better movement, or like debatably, I, I don't know. Uh, I think they would have Resident Evil the game. 4 if remake. They, like, I think that Demon Souls and Dark Souls are just fundamentally different games from Bloodborne and, and Dark Souls Three. And to to make to mangle them together would be would be butchery of the highest order. Yeah, I, just, I, I think uh, that combat stage is fine, but that's me. Like, I think like yeah. it's still very playable. Like, I think Demon Souls 2009 is still very playable. I mean, right? I mean, yeah. I beat it. I beat Demon Souls, so it's not like I was scared of it. Like, ah, oh, crap, this is too jank for me, but. I don't know. It's like it'd be like putting like quick scoping in Doom or something. Like, like well, like, like qu- quicks. You need to be laying down sights and quick. Come on. Well, well, let me put it this way. I guess it co- comes to like how faithful you want your remakes to be because, um, like, you were making the argument, Aaron, that Resident Evil Four remakes is too safe, and mm-hmm. to me, Demon Souls remake is like way too safe. Like the yeah, safest yeah. remake you could possibly make to the point where I felt like it was just almost like a PS3 game with uh, so, PS5 coat of paint. I, I agree. I was yeah. making that point mostly in comparison to the other Resident Evil games because I was mm-hmm. saying I think Resident Evil 4 is a perfect remake, but if I have to side-by-side with the other ones, like the legacy of Resident Evil remakes, it's more safe than those other games. But yeah, I, like, I think basically... the cool thing is like... I feel actually the list that we have is like there's no... I feel like a remake, it's like what do you want from it? There's like a lot of things it could be. Um, and I guess it's like, what do you take from this as, like, is it better to be, I feel like that has in the list though, at least. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think my dissent isn't enough for it to not be on the list. So I'm going to just put it on the list. Cause I think it probably will be four or five. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm okay with being five myself. I would yeah. say f- my thought's four, but like, what, you know, it depends on what, what at least Aaron thinks because he's also played it. Uh, like I said, I, I think for the most part, well, okay, if one, it, it, br- it brings a lost game, right? Like, I think that's an important thing. Um, two, I think it mostly captures the feeling of the original Dark Souls, like in terms of visual aesthetics. I think it completely does in terms of gameplay. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I it's a pretty, it's a pretty good remake. I think. I mean, the uh, Storm King boss fight is like the most PS five ass thing you can ever experience. So, <clears throat> like that Visually, alone. Yeah. Like, so, I, mean, I mean, it's a, it's spectacular. Like that fight. Oh my what God. would we put in place of it? If you think that it doesn't deserve to be here, I could I could be persuaded if you had juicy fruit to offer me. I here's the thing, I don't really, so I think it should be in the top five. I mean, like I could fight for the Final Fantasy VII remake, but I don't think that game is popular enough with us to make. It. But what about with you? Like, is that game like I don't like that game because it just does not feel like Final Fantasy VII to me. But I have right. I have twenty five years of baggage. No, yeah, I mean, I think like for for it for this list to make sense, I almost think the one and Mike, if you have any input, um, let me know. Feel free, but I think Black Mesa might be the number five um, between all of us. But yeah, I, I could I could say that. <laughs> like I haven't played Final Fantasy. I haven't played uh, Halo Two. Um, these are just too console forming, you know. Uh, I, I think Black Mesa kind of makes the most sense for number five, and then Demon Souls remake number four. I I've got a, a crazy proposition for you, Oren. What if we made Black Mesa number four and Demon Souls number five? Uh, yeah, because that's because you don't like it, so that would be like a more fair. But I never replacement. finished Black Mesa, and but, I don't well, think I ever yeah. will. Hmm. Like I know that when Demon Souls comes to Steam, I'm gonna play like a 200 hours of that game or more. Yeah. Like yeah. it's one of those games I'm gonna play the shit out of. So like I know for me it's a high it's a high list, but I haven't played it that much at this at at, at the timing of this recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know like the quality of life changes they made like the, with the multiplayer and everything. Like I'm gonna play the shit out of this game. You've like, seen gonna, everything you need to see. I mean like like you've played. We sat and played it for a couple yeah. hours at my house. Like y- yeah. you you know you know it's there. I saw Valley Defilement and it looked fucking disgusting. And uh, that's all I needed to see. <laughs> you know what? That's fine. Demon. I think. I think we're going in the direction of Black Mesa number five, Demon Souls remake number four. I think that. What about Yakuza? Kiyomi. Oh yeah. What about Yakuza? Uh, um, I believe that's I, awesome. Yakuza. It looks great. I love Yakuza. It's just that there's just not. I just don't. Here's the th- here's the thing. If if I were if you guys were to interpret my top five, um number five and four i just don't think you don't feel strongly about i mean i feel really strong i actually feel more strongly about near replicant than yakuza but near yakuza is a better remake than near replicant so but i think if we're looking at the site top five and we're and, and it makes sense for all of us i think Demon Souls remake and Black Mesa just kind of makes sense, unless you guys yeah. feel like ha- Halo Two Anniversary should be in the top five. I also feel like well, what, what would think, I Warren? recommend people play? Like, would you put Halo Two Anniversary over Black Mesa? No, no, I wouldn't. Okay, would you put it over Demon Souls remake? Um, I haven't played enough Halo Two Anniversary. I do think it's a good choice though, because you're right; it did change a lot of stuff. Yeah, but um, no, I think that I just want to make sure you get your fair. 
your fair input here. No, I think I, I think this is good. I, I mean, um, I feel like I said my say on what my favorite remakes are, but like for us collectively, Resident Evil, Dead Space, So You Want to Be a Hero, Demon Souls remake, and Black Mesa. That kind of makes sense to my brain. I don't know. Yeah, it makes sense. Okay. Unless okay. Play, a, any dissenters. None. But number one's going to be... I already know what number one's going to be, actually. It's going to be RE4, because Mike um, has it on his list, too. You see, that's where I was save, saving my ammunition. I think number yeah. one should uh, be RE4 remake. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, let me, let me Wait, the It's got to be, because Mike voted for it, too. So. It doesn't have to that's be. That's also the it's only one I've, I've played, right? Yeah. Like, well, 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 hear I mean, me out. Hear me out. Okay. No one else here played Quest for Glory, and that's that's uh, smack in the middle. <laughs> yeah, but it was your number one, like so it, it makes sense. Um, I think I just think that Resident Evil Four Remake is just, I mean, I, it is recency bias, I know, but like, it's so fucking fun, man. Like it is just w- so goddamn fun to play in a way that one and two just aren't and that's not necessarily a knock against those games it's so just that to replay let's say because like i think the experience of of playing those games for the first time is as captivating as playing i may be for me more captivating but i i would much rather replay resident evil 4 because it's just a mechanically fun thing yeah um the first resident evil the first time you play that is a fucking trip man like like yeah i think yeah. that's better for me okay so here, here's here's my here's my one argument against this kevin was like it's either one or two you were like it's either one or four i was like it's either one or two um it seemed like we all agreed that one was 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 pretty uh a pretty obvious pick but we were just not totally we, we were all wobbling on that one i think that resident evil one remake is an amazing it's one of the best games ever made and Again, like I, I've already sung its raises a lot, but the one thing that I would knock against it is that I just don't think it has the same fun factor as four. Right, right. And that's and that's what kind of set four over the edge. Um, it's like that exact like topic is like me in two thousand five playing RE one remake and RE four and be like, which one of these games do I like more? Yeah, it's just. <laughs> It's like the same the same old song and dance here. It's like I, I've totally had this thought before, and like people are like, "What's your favorite Resident Evil game?" Like I don't uh, RE four, RE one remake. I don't know. They do different things well. Yeah, I, I do have an argument against RE two remake, even though I love that game and it's one of my favorite games too. Is that I don't think at the end of the day. It has very good like puzzle design, and I feel like that should be a big tenet of that game, but it does it doesn't like re like yeah. re one's re uh, puzzles are way more compelling than re 2s puzzles, and I think uh, I think I Mister X is amazing, but I do think he is kind of annoying when you replay the game a mm. little bit. Like I don't I don't look forward to that part as much. And another thing about the RE2 remake, I'm not the biggest fan with how the A and B storylines dovetail. I think they could have done a better job with how they They did it better in the original. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, So let's think about as a remake then, right? Because I think... That's why I I say it's number one. He's saying it's number one because it's it's like a translation masterpiece. 
Um, however, and it, and it complements the original game. You could play both games and have wildly different experiences. I think um, I think that's also true to a great extent of Resident Evil One. Although a lot of people would say it's like a, just a replacement uh, for for the for the original game. Um, for me, I would say Resident Evil Four Remake is just a straight replacement. I don't really want to play the original game anymore. I know a lot of people think that's blasphemy, but uh, <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Um, I don't know. Well, well you... Mike, what, what, Mike, what do you think? Do you think? I mean, you've played. You haven't played the other two, but do you feel really strongly that RE4 could be just our number one? Uh, I do, and it's because RE4 is personally how I want to play a horror game, right? Like I, uh, I have a harder time with like the pure survival horror, like mm-hmm. Amnesia, uh, Resident Evil One, where um, I'm really limited and mm-hmm. I have to escape. And evade i like killing things right like mm. horror terrifies me so much it makes me uncomfortable that the only way i can overcome it is by destroying every bit of monster that, that there is and so re4 plays how i want to play a horror game like i mm-hmm. want to shoot them dead uh and the shooting's so fun it's like it's like wolfenstein level right like it's just it feels good the the, mm. the sound is good the feedback is good so so good I've only played the Resident Evil 1 remaster for like 45 minutes because Kevin bought it for me. Um, and I mean, I like it, but it's still a survival horror, right? right? Like it's, it's, it's still, it's still uh, a, a mental challenge for me. Whereas RE4, I could just play. Uh, yeah. like, like I'll, I'll probably play that tonight, you know? Yeah. I, I think Mike is actually push through, kind man. of... Well, I think Mike is tapping into something about RE4 that I think I just want to emphasize again. RE4 feels like a culmination of every shooter ever into like one glorious package. Like I just I, I see elements of so many different games in there, and it just feels like it feels like the game designers took RE4 remake and they're like, we're gonna make the best feeling gun game. Like this is a celebration of what it feels like to shoot a gun in a video game. That's what RE4 Remake is to me. Hmm. Which is funny, because you could say that's true of the original Resident Evil 4, right? <laughs> so Definitely. Yeah. I, I, like, for me, like, honestly, like, any of these three Resident Evil games, like, are, as a number one, like, I'm fine with. Like, I think hmm. they're all amazing. Um, like, I, I have no problem with any of them being number one. Um, I just, for, like, I just was, like, looking at this, I was, like, if I'm looking at remakes as a category, like, what to me is the most, like, transformative and, like, like true to the original work but also feel totally different and that's to me like as like a remake that's the most transformative game definitely too um so yeah also uh i should say i don't love voting for or against something that i haven't experienced so like yeah it's like when we, when we do game of the year, it's like returnal i'm like i haven't played it i, I can't vote yeah. for it <laughs> yeah. well, like, like i can't vote for demon souls right even though oh. like I've, I've, mm. I've only played the original so like i don't i don't have that contextual history of mm. playing our resident evil like on the playstation and then the remaster well that's, I think like, that's gotta be four because like we have a number one and then we have a number what three or four mike or two so i feel like it's gotta be four <laughs> like numerically it just seems like that that has to be how it is with the, with the amount of people we have voting the votes do add up that way i i don't know i feel like it's i feel like it's too new it's too it feels like recency bias to me. Um, I also feel like it's—I don't know. I don't know. I—I 
I, I feel the other two Resident Evil remakes are stronger remakes. But like, but, yeah, I do too. Go, going back to like what Mike was saying, um, like this was my logic for two through five, right? Like I could fight for Final Fantasy VII remake or mm-hmm. near replicant, but I just don't think it would reflect the site if we had those games on there because it's really just me. <laughs> it would really just be me. Like if you yeah. look at everything on here, like Black Mesa, we've all played in like that. Demon Souls mm-hmm. remake, like <clears throat> we've all played it. We mostly all like it. We all love Dead Space remake. So you want to be a hero was Mike's number one. So like I feel like it makes sense that it's there. So the Resident Evil Four remake, we've all played it. We've all loved it. It just seems like it makes sense that it would be number one. Um, I'm open to the idea of Resident Evil 1 or 2 being there, but it does feel like a mic snub in a way. <laughs> and on top of that... Which is fine. <laughs> it is not fine. And then... Uh, <laughs> Don't snub Mike. But, yeah. well, okay. But my, as Mike said, he hadn't played the other games, so he, he has he feels... I, I don't know. I, don't, I, 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 I will defer on this one. I think I feel like... I feel like it's just objectively false, though, if we don't give it to remake. <laughs> but like, is if we're gonna go with the recency bias argument, should Dead Space remake be number two? So here's why I think so, and maybe it doesn't need to be number two. But like, the reason that I think so, I, a few months back we do a Dead Space podcast, and I'm like, why does Dead Space need to be remade? And then they they basically add it's it's like they put bacon on a fucking cheeseburger for the first time. You know what I mean? Like they're like, like, we got something perfect, but we're gonna add something on top of it that's gonna make it even better. It's like it's true to what the game was, and it's also true what the game wanted to be that it couldn't be at the time, which is the Metroidvania System Shock game. So it's like it's a it's just such a fucking amazing remake. I yeah, think but like, I think it's better but, than the OG. But on top I think of that's that, the one that's like definitively better, and I love the original. But on top of that, Resident Evil Four remake is still also recency biased, but it takes more swings and it takes more risks than that remake did. Does it? Yeah, hmm. absolutely. Like way more, actually. I'd I'd say. Hmm. Oh, it, I mean, there's it. like in, there's like entire like the whole gameplay has been changed from the original RE4. Yeah. The gameplay loop. There's like an entire. I I don't know. That's what well, I'm sort thinking. of. I mean, you're still shooting people in the head. And I think it's pretty similar, but it's just the parry. Yeah. And more details. So, like, does that mean that now, Aaron, you love the original Resident Evil 4? Like, why do you love this one and not the original? If they're uh, so similar? I loved the original when I played it. Like, I played it through, like, two or three times. I, I think it just feels really bad to play on modern hardware, partly because Capcom fucked up the Dead Zone, partly because it doesn't play good with the mouse and keyboard, and... um it just feels clunky. It feels dated in a way that, like, this, I don't. This want This part that of game the list is my favorite part of these, these lists. I love how I like like hashing these details out. Like, what do we all really think about this? This is like, yeah. I mean, the, I mean, the, the you know where I goods. stand. Like, I I am Team RE4. I know it's an uphill battle because the arguments are honestly stronger for one and two, but I just think. Resident Evil 4 remake is just it's it's just the culmination of everything I love about shooting shit in games. Like it's just So I will say so good. The original Resident Evil is one of the best adventure games ever made because that's what that original survival horror style is is like ah these puzzly games where you're like navigating environments so right. you, you might Blow find more to like about it if if you give it more time but maybe not. Um 
I mean, like, it it would make sense to just give it to the original Resident Evil remake, right? But we also gave we gave it the we, best horror game. Horror game. <laughs> so we just it was just true. making like, like redundant it that again. I, I know that's, that's how I feel it's too. Almost like it's one of the best games of ever made. It's strange. <laughs> I, like like I feel like it would just be redundant to just do it again. But um, all right, have, Kevin, I, if you had to pick, was, I have, yeah, I have two two points to make. One, yeah. RE4 has ultra wide support, and that <laughs> game of the year, game of the year. <laughs> Aaron, I think you said it yourself. Oh no! Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but but my counterpoint is, and this is actually in favor of Resident Evil, is that Resident Evil is, is so groundbreaking and uh, seminal. Like, I think it really does have to be considered just because of everything it has established, right? Everything that's copied it or tried mm. to be a uh, derivative have all been fantastic in their own right and i think i think like i would i would be really okay with with resident evil remake being uh the winner i i, I, I and to build it off is. that <laughs> uh, wait 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 don't just don't give it up so so soon to build off that too um if you think of the early 96 game how impactful that was the era like that was like you know that's the game that like they, 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 the original Silent Hill director, they were like, uh, Konami was like, make this game, make, make Resident Evil. We want, we want this. They made Silent Hill. That's like he said. Literally, that's what they said. They just like rip off the first game. So if you think about that, right, and then all this genre that, that came from that, and then they make this remake that's like more potent than the original game. Like they still managed to make a game that's like, like holy shit. Like they make like the best survival horror game basically as the remake. Like what? Like what a fucking remake, right? Like goddamn. Yeah. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll say this and then I will say no more and you guys have to decide is that Resident Evil remake is the first I think it's the first remake like proper remake like ground up remake and it's still the best so <laughs> it also was it, done by the original team which is an impressive but just that's an interesting true detail about it's it. one of the few times that like a game director is like hmm how how did the game I made seven years ago how did I want it to look um, but I don't know could go either way I mean uh I said my piece on Resident Evil 4 remake, but like the reality is that Resident Evil remake, it's it's like it's the Godfather of remakes. It just is like it's just kind of. Whenever we say what the best horror game of all time is, we don't say Resident Evil, right? We say Resident Evil remake. So, it kind of, I mean, like it's kind of inevitable. I was gonna give my vote to four, but I do think that. It probably makes the most sense that the original first 2002 remake gets number one. Are you sure? And we could actually talk about Resident Evil 2 now. I mean, we could have a whole, a whole, a whole I just, pivot to I just video. think uh, it's like the Resident Evil remake is just kind of perfect. The Resident Evil 2 yeah. remake is not perfect. I love I, it. I agree. I love it. It's like my second favorite game of 2019 after Outer Wilds. So I, I love it, but it probably should be a Resident Evil remake first one all right if you're if, is everybody sure about this like i said i'm fine if it's any of those three games so i can uh, sleep. i mean sleep. it was, was gonna be like my, it was like my other choice i was like it should be this or this like i i had a hard time deciding i just the only reason i decided to was because i just i felt like it was a more transformative remake yeah so yeah mike uh, are, you, are you okay with this how do you feel i mean it just mike? changed the perspective really and added mr x but resident evil remake had like more... mr x was in the original i know yeah you're right you see re2 remake overrated <clears throat> right fuck that game overrated 
I'm killing my babies here, okay? I just it's like <laughs> I just like the police station is like one of the most like captivating 3D environments I've ever walked into. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I like Resident Evil 2 better than basically all the remakes except for remake. Like OG. Mm. Original Resident Evil 2 is amazing. Um I think I mean if I if I I think the original remake is the better game, but I just think in the context of remakes, like I've said, so like I'm fine with it being OG, of course, as well. Yeah. Now we should do a greatest games of the 21st century list, and it's just Resident Evil remake again, number one. <laughs> like every list we do, it's just Resident. No, Evil that's gonna be again. that's gonna be the battle between Bloodborne and Dark Souls. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> man. After CS:GO or Stalker, bro, Stalker, Stalker. Oh my God, Stalker! Oh well, I would sh- I would shoot for him, man. But uh, Bloodborne, See, you know, yeah. you know, like I okay. tried I, bl- I tried booting up Bloodborne recently, and I would, like I was like, oh man, they really got to remaster this. Holy shit! No, that shit needs a remaster. It's harsh. It does. Um, it does. It's, it's too much. It's not just it's the alias aliasing too. It's just like oh my God, it's on a big yeah. It's, it's so it's funny that just one more thing on this note. I was talking with Mike about this yesterday. I was watching some footage of um, old hunters and looking at um, the fishing hamlet, and uh, I was like. Man, Blue Point would butcher the shit out of this. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. We should remove Demon Souls remake from the. <laughs> uh, Good point, okay, and Kevin. Just put, put Resident Evil Four too. Um, Honestly, <clears throat> no, but... I would be down with that, but that's fine. If we're gonna I mean, really do the one franchise, that's fine. Bef- before before we cement this, Mike, are you okay with this? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, okay. okay. Um, is, is this Wait, what's the list? Somebody read me the list. Number five. We're, there's too many lists. On okay, this page. is like right before we lock it, folks. Number okay, five okay. is Black Mesa, a remake okay. of the original Half Life. Number four is Demon Souls remake by Blue Point. Number three is So You Want to Be a Hero, a remake of Quest for Glory One. Number two is the Dead Space remake, and number one, we are doing the original Resident Evil remake. Oh, guys, what about Tony Hawk Pro Skater One or Two remake? No, just kidding. Um. Can I just quickly mention that I'm really happy that um, Black Mesa made the list because in Black Mesa you can jump crouch. Oh, that's true. Hey! That's, that is, that's right. Origin story. I think we're um, just turning into a simp website for Shinji Mikami's masterpiece. I think that's what mm. we're. It's just Resident Evil remake all the time. We just okay. love the we love our Jill sandwiches, you know. Oh wait, is that it's, even in the remake? I, can't I don't think yeah. that's in the remake. Is no, it? Is. He yeah. says he says if you had stayed in there any longer, you would have fit nicely into a sandwich. Oh, uh, okay. okay. He doesn't say the words Jill sandwich, but he says it to her. So, uh, I was almost a pancake. But right? before we move on from this, I, I texted this to you guys, but Micah, I don't think you, you got this. You didn't get this one, uh, and it's it's pretty funny. I'm reading the book, uh, Itchy Scratchy, Itchy Tasty, uh, the Resident <laughs> Evil scratchy. book, but uh, <laughs> like the Itchy like, and Scratchy, <laughs> yeah, Itchy and Scratchy, Ren and Stimpy. Uh, it's uh, many of the characters' names from Resident Evil were based after. Uh, porn star names apparently <laughs> oh. uh, yes yeah. the classic porn star name Chris you know Chris, Chris Redfield <laughs> Jill Wesker yeah oh, Wesker's my favorite porn star <laughs> Rebecca uh, well what's her last name Rebecca Chambers I think there's like Chambers. five porn stars with the last name Chambers um, yeah so anyway uh, that's that's pretty silly 
Okay, guys, we got to get the fuck out of here because this, this is uh, long. It's long, man. But uh, all right, Mike, you, do you do you uh, have recommendations this week? You know, uh, I've I've kind of been whiffing a lot on on a lot of things. I've watched a lot of terrible movies. Um, mm. Like I watched Scanners two and three. What? Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're, three. they're they're okay. they're bad. Uh, I watched Night uh, Return of the Living Dead two last night. Uh, <laughs> it was really awful. Uh, I'm currently reading Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. Oh, shit. Mm. I'm almost done with it, but I, like Fucked about up. seventy seventy five percent in, I was like, I think I'm kind of getting in the the hang of this prose. But uh, I'm not really enjoying it. It's 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 a really brutal read. But yeah, my tough. my my recommendation off of that is the, uh, the Kindle app. Uh, if you highlight a word, it'll bring up a dictionary and uh, give you the definition, which is great. But, uh, and there's a lot of Spanish in Blood Meridian, and my Spanish is non-existent. If you swipe over, it'll do a Bing translation. And so it'll automatically translate between Spanish to, uh, and, 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 and English. And I found that out like two chapters ago and I'm almost done with the book. So mm. uh, I feel like I need to go through like a lot of the other passages and, and translate it. But again, it's something new that I learned and the Kindle app uh, does this for you. I don't think the Google, the Google book app uh, does translation. Mm. Like that. Uh, and then if you want to enjoy Cormac McCarthy, just go watch no country for old men. Um, that's yeah. what I say. That's yeah. probably the best film ever, ever made in, yeah, in my opinion, so good. The, the I, I don't bad. know if it's I don't know if it's my favorite <laughs> film ever made, but it is a masterpiece. I love it. I, it, it, it. I remember getting into an argument with somebody where they said that the book is better than the movie, and they're wrong. No Country for Old Men. The book is not better than the movie. Like, get the fuck mm. out of here. <laughs> it's not. Mm. <laughs> Let's just say, like, I hope no one ever makes a movie of Blood Meridian. Oh yeah, it's very it's, controversial. I, haven't they been like constantly threatening that somebody or yeah for... yeah and then it's just like well you're gonna run out of babies to murder right mm. like it's just it's just an endless like cormac mccarthy because i also read the road and boy does he like murdering babies yeah the road is uh the road is interesting though because you <clears throat> could argue that the last of us the first one's kind of kind of an adaptation that's what everybody thought like when it kind first came of. out because it was not long after the movie with vigo mortensen it was like is this right. just the road the fucking game mm-hmm. right see that i'm not really a big cormac mccarthy fan to be honest i think he kind of gets off on like carrying a little too much <laughs> like a little too much yeah. but um it's interesting it's a- if the um if Anton Chigurh is as threatening in the book as he is in the movie, then he's a damn good writer. He's so. not. He's way more uh, threatening in the movie. In, in the book, yeah. he's more just like a psychopath. In the movie, it's like he's like the seventh seal, death personified. In the movie, he's terrifying. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Uh, Kevin? Oh. Um, I uh, have been r- recently... <laughs> watching a lot of youtube and i randomly started watching um <laughs> the first and second season of spongebob again and classic and it's so uh, good it's so funny the writing in that show is just so clever uh, it still makes me laugh even now as an adult who 
still like SpongeBob, I guess, a lot. Um, like just the scene where, like, when like um, Squidward's like gonna play clarinet for Patrick, and he's like, he's like, now, and uh, what's it called in, in E minor? And Patrick's like, yeah, E minor, yeah. And he, like, the second he plays, he immediately falls asleep. I, just, I don't know, that just cracks me up. I don't know, I just think that's, that's just, <laughs> just so funny. Um, so I I recommend to watch at least the first two seasons of spongebob only i'm not sure if it, after that the third season i think is still okay but hmm. once the um steven hillenberg passes away and the movie came out the show really took a dive that's why i was, I was no longer watching it but still I, funny I, I do love the movie the movie i think is very funny <laughs> just that whole air i feel like from season one up until the movie that's like the golden age of spongebob like that's the good hmm. shit and also it connects back because ashley from Resident Evil 4 is Sandy. Right. Actor, right. So That's it's like, right. yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. I uh, love, yeah, I love SpongeBob. Four hours later or whatever. <laughs> yeah, Tom oh. Kenny, man. Have you seen his stand up? It's actually really funny. No, I haven't. I should. Oh. I should. He's quite funny. It's just, uh, uh, SpongeBob, it's just, um, it's one of those shows that you think is just not, you know, geared towards adults but those early seasons definitely have the just the yeah. timing and the innuendo it's so funny <laughs> it's the spiritual successor to in my opinion to rock with modern life they kept a lot of the same cast and writers hmm. no. rock with modern Hello? life interesting uh did Oren just turn into a oh, popsicle no. maybe yeah he's frozen yeah <laughs> well uh, I guess I'll take that opportunity to go while, while Oren thaws out. And um, or, on a previous draft of this, Oren had put Succession. He said, get get behind the HBO hype and watch Succession and Barry. Uh, I have watched the first season and the half the second season of Succession. And uh, I think it actually ends tonight is the last episode of the fourth season, which I believe is the final episode. And it's definitely the final season. Um it's a it's a really good show. It's actually created by one of the co-creators from Peep Show, which is like the best comedy of all time, I think. Um, and this yeah. show's really funny, but it's also like very serious too. It's kind of it's able to sort of capture the sort of themes and um, ideas that like Game of Thrones did, without mm. like a bunch of violence and sex and like shocking moments. Uh, and also be really funny at the same time. So, uh, it's, I, I'm really enjoying it. It's, it's, it's quite well written. Um, it's, it's interesting cause like the very first episode, it'll like introduce you a character and you're like, wow, I fucking hate that guy. And then by the end of the episode, you'll be like, wow, I actually kind of feel for that guy. And like that, it kind of extends throughout. Like it's really, really well drawn characters. Uh, did Orin, what do we got here? Lost Wi-Fi, stand by. Well, Orin's probably going to have to send in his his Rex because uh, I think I think we've lost him, unfortunately. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Orin has left the building. Uh, well, uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll edit in his uh, his recommendations, which I think he had some interesting things to say. Also, Barry has been this final season of Barry, fourth season. It ends uh, next couple of weeks. Has been good good lots of uh lots of oddly david lynch sort of influenced stuff going on it's uh it's getting dark hbo's like doing pretty good right now still yeah so Uh, i i i only like subscribe to hbo every i don't know other year it seems mm -hmm. like like i don't know whenever true like another true detective season comes out uh that's coming up i re-up my subscription yeah uh i started watching barry so Mm -hmm. i should probably uh catch up to that yeah are you liking it 
I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. hilarious. A lot of, a lot of great dark, dark comedy moments. Yeah. The, the darkness just more and more occludes the light, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's good. It's really funny. Uh, all right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Oren. Uh, we miss you, man. Madden. We love you. Mike, thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Kevin. Good to have you, my friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, hopefully, Oren has mailed in a really awesome wreck. Uh, I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm not gonna know until the show goes live, I guess. <laughs> All right. Later, everybody. for this week i have two movies for you uh one is how to blow up a pipeline which i saw in my local amc theater which is funny because it's literally an agitprop a modern agitprop movie about why about blowing up oil plot pipelines um it's like it's a thriller with kind of a call to action edge to it and um i thought it was very good very um i was I think our democracy is in decent-ish shape if a movie like that can play at a big chain. Decent-ish, you know. Um, my other recommendation is kind of weird because I don't know if I like this movie, but I think it's worth seeing Ari Aster's new film, Bo is Afraid, which is one of the strangest movies I've ever seen. It is three hours long, and you feel those three hours. It's not like a quick three hours by any stretch. But I, I, it did leave an impression on me, and I'm glad I watched it. I don't know if I liked it, but it's, it was different, and I appreciate that. Okay, that was my wreck. <laughs> okay, I'm